a favor. I'm gonna let you meet the old bastard. It's all true. The boogeyman is real. And you found him. Turn the page. Number nine. And wash your hands. <laughs> number nine. It's the Beatles. Revolution number nine. <laughs> That's fantastic. You know? Uh, uh, no. It's off the White Album. I haven't listened to the whole White Album. Oh, man. Um, so, we need to watch Dogma while the White Album is playing. Watch, I'm not ready to watch Dogma again. We're not watching it right now. We're going to do a podcast. I'm not mentally ready for it. On oh, Dogma? We should just drop the podcast <laughs> and watch Rocco's Modern Life. <laughs> No, I'm not a... F- what? I like it. Maybe uh, our real monsters. I'd be more into that. Yeah. If I guess. like Rocco's modern life, though. I like it. Hetha. And Mr. Big Head and fucking Sparky. Or Spunky. Spunky. Spunky, yeah. I know the show, man. Don't worry. I, like- I just... I, it's okay. It's okay I'll, to me. All I really remember about it is the turtle. Oh, Frobert? I, I like yeah. the cat dog. Cat dog. Cat dog and, was cool. Um, the, the, little, the theme the song dog, of Cat Dog was the best thing about it. The little it. dog that um, I liked him. Courage too. the Cowardly Dog. Yeah. Oh, That's the best. Courage is the best. That's the best. Eustace. Eustace bags. <laughs> That's at the beginning. I'm gonna I'm gonna start dressing up like Eustace for every day the rest of my life. <laughs> I'm just gonna be Eustace from now on. Oh shoot! I'll oh, have that big scary mask hiding. <laughs> I'm just ready to pull it out with somebody. Dude, he would be like, booga, 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 booga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're going to come into it. Angel's going to start the show. Welcome to the nightclub where we are the ones who fuck your mama, fuck your sister, and fuck your grandma. And most of all, and we all say, fuck, fuck you. you. I'm saying, fuck your mama. You started off, yeah. yeah you, you're okay. the one. Wait, what do your, I say? Fuck your mama, fuck your sister, and fuck, uh, and then fuck your grandma, and most of all, mm-hmm. fuck you, and then gunshots. Hella that was her idea. That's you know, awesome. Write That's that the down best. right now because I'm gonna forget it again. That's the fucking best. <laughs> the other thing she thought of saying or do was calling it Angels episode, and, <laughs> and I was like, no. No, that's that's good. You no, should. I'm not, y'all. I'm... Angels episode of a thousand corpses. Orange of a thousand corpses. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's already starting. Okay, these are potentials. 
We're right. I'm writing this down. <laughs> no, that's funny though. Of a house of a thousand oranges. <laughs> I put or some variation. <laughs> that's what I put. <laughs> got, he got blood all over my best clown suit. <laughs> that me that's what me and my dad talk about. We're like we're like we're like this dude fucking loves it, bro. Yeah, he does. He, he comes in with his psoriasis and shit yeah. and he's just all <laughs> That's psoriasis medication. That I, I assume cuz he's all splotchy and white yeah, and red. Weird. And, yeah, like I don't get it. That's um that's Ravelli. That's uh or he's Stucky. I don't know who's who. Is Ravelli's either the guy that he's talking that's anyway? Look, we're gonna get into it. It don't matter. He would leave a globe and like, like. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what? He would Angel, are you having a stroke? <laughs> What's I in that wine, man? <laughs> you started talking about hemoglobins. Oh, no, it's shit. funny. Hobgoblin. I, I was trying to bring Bill Cosby back from the dead this episode. <laughs> Don't spill oh. your wine. We haven't I'm even. I'm not gonna spill my wine. We haven't, even, we haven't even started yet. I'm Bill, sorry. Bill Cosby's not dead, is he? N- no. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> That's. I, I wouldn't well, even I say anything. But, I guess he's not. But, but bring he's back dead. his Bill Cosby spirit. He's dead, and yeah, yeah, right. I get. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. The nice and molest, the molesting type Bill Cosby. <laughs> no, the, the one that scary one. the one that doesn't molest. The one that has little girls on his lap. <laughs> Holy <laughs> That's what he says when he's bouncing them around on his knee. Feel right now, double bobble boop. Stop. Want to taste my jello pudding? I can't do a good Bill, man. If you reach in my pocket, I got some jello pulling. <laughs> I'm a fan of his, man. Me and him hang out all the time. I know Bill Cosby because I'm Bill Clinton. Oh. Frazzle Drill. In the Bill Club. Frazzle Drill. <laughs> Welcome to the nightclub, where we are the ones who fuck your mama. I don't know the second part. Because... That's you. No, that's you. Yeah, I know it is. He's going to say, fuck your sister. Okay. Fuck your grandma. And, and most, of, most all. of all, fuck you. Yeah. Okay. Give it that mm. Bring it. Okay. Bring the performance. Oh, shit. Oh, I can't do it like that. Okay. Say, say, welcome to the nightclub. <laughs> we are the ones. Like that. Just throw, <laughs> throw trill. Throw trill. <laughs> Eat your wife's pussy. Oh, the old man. <laughs> My favorite thing about it though is he does, and the and the, it's the mic feedback too though yeah, that adds really. to it. But he does, uh, <laughs> yeah. catches his own scream, and I'm like, yeah, I know, I know, but I'm like, why is I'm puzzled, but amused and intrigued by just that? Like, what? Yeah, what is that? <laughs> it's the best. And then I think of that's just his thing, man. Louis C.K. saying just that this thing. is an exploding butthole. <laughs> Because it's a little. That's when the cropsy comes out because it's too distended. The protruding. So you got the protruding, the protrusions. Louis C.K. And then and then then they crowd around it, they uh, lick it and stuff. Louis C.K.'s a prophet. He's trying to warn people of the uh, the coming cropsy terrors. 
the the huge gaping assholes that are gonna come down from the sky. The big wet meaty assholes. Oh, <laughs> oh god damn! Oh, that sounds stinky and that's, powerful. That's amazing, <laughs> dude. Black, think about it. Black holes are the ultimate cropsies. <laughs> They're the cropsies of the cosmos, man. Oh. <laughs> and all the matter that spews out of them, that's like the prolapse coming the out. The oozy pus of the prolapse. The oozy space jazz pus. It's, it's it sounds like when one of those is going off and it's seeping out, it sounds like the music from uh, Night of the Demon. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, like, it's like the meat lovers for assholes. Oh. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> it's so gross. It is. I thought about it. I thought about, in my mind, I pictured it opening a pizza box, and all the meatballs and stuff are buttholes that are shit on them, and the cheese is the cum drops from the the previous fuckings. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Okay, it's going too far. See, I just pictured a pizza box opening, and instead of a pizza, you just have a prolapse coming out, and like it just (laughs) swallows you up and chews you because it's got teeth. and like It looks like that thing off King Kong. Coming out the ground when like they fall in that crevice. Like the nasty grub with, with teeth? Yeah. Yeah, totally. A crevasse. Oh. I was, I was actually, I was thinking of the worms from Dune, but totally, yeah. This is, wait, Sandworms. Totally Sandworms, about, yeah. Um, from Beetlejuice. Yeah. Those are cool, too. Same thing, basically. Assholes. Huh? Wormy asses? Wormy assholes. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. yeah. We haven't even started the episode yet. Oh, jeez. No, we should never. We're okay, all right, look, I'm doing it now. You ready? Welcome to the nightclub. Where we are the ones who fuck your mama. And fuck your sister. And fuck your grandma. And most of all, fuck you. My name is Angel Boone and this is my episode of this podcast. Oh, the hostess with the mostest. What the fuck's going on? That You can't just take the reins like that. Don't make me bitch slap you tonight. Alright, you want to be the fucking host, huh? No. Arge Bedarge? I just wanted to have my little moment. I don't right. want the rest of that. No, this is Angel's episode. Uh, <laughs> yeah, bitch. I'm Travis yeah, Maxwell bitch. Boone. Um, I have no nickname tonight because I don't have a gummy mouth. So Aww. I'm just your witch doctor on duty. Oh, snap. And we got, uh, as always, with, that, with the Phantasm, Fancy Phantasm shirt. I'm Ricky Prejean, your cosmic curator of misanthropic misinformation apparently what'd you do you fucked up you know what i did yeah i know what you did you and know what i did you need to fucking explain to these people no these good people no you're kind of the, the i can't uh i can't live with the shame <laughs> shame for shame. 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 shame 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 him shame no yeah do um, you want to explain what i did in the last episode he fucked up some information about Cobra Spell. They're not an all-girl band. Yeah, I got it confused with the other band that she's in, Crypta, which actually is an all-girl band. I verified because I've been watching them in their homes. Uh, like a stalker. Uh, no, uh... <laughs> oh, shit, that came out of nowhere. Right, no, on the fly. Funny guy. Hey, sometimes. No, Cobra Spell is not an all-girl band. I was just confused because of that. And because apparently some of the other dudes in the band kind of look like less pretty girls <laughs> than the two girls that are in the band. And That's so I just ran with it. So 
I'm an asshole, but they're still a great fucking band, and you should listen to them. You Shout know, out you, Sonya. You no, know, but you know what's cool, though? All the little bitches who, sh- who would have bitched about this stuff, because they're st- stupid little bitch whiny bitches, um, they, I think it's actually cool you didn't, and I'm being sincere, you didn't even misgender, you just thought, oh, those are chicks. Yeah. Because that's their aim, right? They're, they're dressing like an androgynous 80s hair metal band. Sure. And sure. they were at least, in your eyes, what you like... Because not everyone has to like any fucking thing someone else tells them they have to like. You just so happen to be like, yeah, those are chicks. Not not my good-looking type of chicks, but those are some chicks. Yeah, yeah. So they're yeah. dudes. Don't get mad. He didn't misgender Some anymore. of them are dudes. Some of them are girls. You know, That's that's the thing people get pissed off about now. Oh, right? okay. I mean, it, it is what it is. And okay. I, and then I guess I get mad at them. Yeah, get mad at them. Two chicks in the van and three dudes. But what's funny is the, the stuff that I've seen... Of this band, like, they don't have, like, music videos and stuff, but the clips I've seen only feature the girls. Mm-hmm. Like, the two that I know That's of. That's because they're smart marketers. They're smart, exactly. Yes. We talked about this. <laughs> yep. So, I just assumed, because I didn't know that... The sexy women sale. Right. So, I didn't think they, they were... Gotcha. They Tell got you. Tell as old as time. Gotcha. Sexy women are fine. Buy all our shit. Yeah. That's yeah. Fa- oh, that is, That's a great... Yeah. But Sonia Anubis is the brain behind the band. She's awesome. She is a girl. Like I said, I've been watching her in her home. Um, and, uh, She's a girl. And uh, She's yeah. a Barbie girl oh. in a Barbie world. Yeah, boy. So, yeah, now I have to live with the shame of you're... assaulting the audience's ears with misinformation. You're it's for... like you did um, a verbal act of correction. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think I think now I see you in a in a new light. Oh no! I see you as a real one, man. A real one? Yeah. You came you came forward with you you did what took a lot of courage. You came forward knowing your mistake, and you openly spoke about it in the public square of uh you know free thought. West right. Bank Popeye always. That's just how he is, man. That's how he is. That's you a real one, Popeye from the West Bank. I'll just be Popeye from the West Bank for the rest of the episode. What do you say? Yeah. All right. I'm going to channel my inner Popeye from the West Bank. That sounds great. That's how we're kicking off 2021. That's it. You know what? I You know what? It's a good point. <laughs> it's a new year. Yeah. Popeye from the West Bank. Yeah. That's all that needs to be said. That's my Very aspiration tricky. for the year. Yeah. Be a real one. I'm a real one. Be a real one. Motherfuckers. Yeah. I'm a real one today. <laughs> and speaking of being a real one. I want you to join us. She didn't. Yes, she did. She introduced herself. Oh, no, I didn't. But it doesn't matter. She did right at the beginning. She said, I'm Angel Boone and this is my episode. Oh, that's that was, true. That was yeah. your words. I'm Popeye from the West Bank. No. Now that you've redeemed yourself. Oh, yeah, the, real, the real reason is because I had to go hide in shame through another identity. So Did they strip you naked and shave your head like on Game of Thrones? No. You shame. And threw poop at me. <laughs> Maybe walk down the Species. street barefoot on Bourbon Street. With all the piss and shit and broken glass. glass. Yeah. And and, and they and they, they paid the Raven Street Church Choir to stay there, yeah. do your walk of shame and yell at you why you're a fucking sinner. Yeah. And shame you further. You you know about them people, right? And we got mugged. Yeah. You've seen them? Mm-hmm. I love them. Angel always like, she's like like pulling me away from them and shit. Like, don't no, no, no. Come on. And I don't want to say the Raven Street uh, Church Choir, or whatever the fuck they're called, they're them people that set up in the middle of Bourbon Street and they just start yelling at everybody why they're, why they're sinners and oh, wrong. Oh yeah, it makes me uncomfortable. I just want to stand there and hear what they say for a few minutes. I don't yeah. want to say anything to them. She never lets me. 
She's always like, no, 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 come because on. Because most of the time we're drinking and I don't know what I'm you're I'm not going to say anything. I really just want to take it Kevin's in. Kevin's going to be like, y'all some fucking asshole. No, because nothing <laughs> I say, I wouldn't say that. Nothing I say is going to stop them people. I'm just fascinated by their gumption to do it every fucking night. Right. Because every time we've right. gone, and it's been random times we've gone to New Orleans. They're out there. They're I out there. They're out there all, all weekends. It, it just, yeah, I don't know, it really interests me. I, yeah. that, that, that they would no, do I it. understand. It's what drives someone to be that fucking stupid and amazing at the same time. <laughs> Not stupid to them, though. No, that's what I'm they're, saying. They're to they them. It's amazing purpose. that they have this, that they have some kind of purpose, and yeah. they're that stupid. That driven. <laughs> that driven by right. stupidity. They're just driven by stupidity. <laughs> <laughs> God damn, man. I'm not Fuck even. People. I'm not even gonna. <laughs> I'm not even gonna do the join us thing. Do it. Do no, it. No, fuck it. Join us. <laughs> it's too it's late. Join us and fuck them people in New Orleans. Yeah. Join us when New Orleans floods. When, when New Orleans floods, you can then subscribe underwater <laughs> on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Uh, email in because. <laughs> Come on, the nightclub podcast at gmail.com. Zabba zabba do do ba do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know that cross, they always got the flames on it and shit. And just like burn all of fucking New Orleans down. They're going to go crazy one day. And they're just going to light the whole fucking city on fire. They have a burning cross. They walk around with a burning cross. That big cross that they have up there. Sometimes like they have like torches and shit like oh. right there. Oh. It's like crazy. At first I thought you were saying like they were going to like roll up with a lynch mob and start burning crosses in New Orleans. I mean, it, it might have oh, been, no, but like... That wouldn't go well. No. <laughs> that would definitely get squashed quick. Like that, that wouldn't go well for... Yeah, that, that, I don't know. Man, it, man, it, it, squat as quick. it ain't been like that since probably like the 1960s or something. Yeah, I know the which best. Is not, which is not that far. The off. best thing about New Orleans, though, is that lady. Right? People would have been fucking getting hung back then, huh? No, not right. in the 60s. Don't think? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, like this was probably way more rural than it is now. You know? I mean, not not like I wouldn't say it's been a regular occurrence. <laughs> You know one, what I mean? If there's at least one goddamn hanging in the 60s, I'm counting on it too. Gotta be right about this one. It's worth it. It's worth that life. That's horrible. Uh, go ahead. What, what were you gonna say? I don't remember. It's too, it's too, it's too much. It's gone. It's fucking it's, gone. Fruity it's all pe- too much. Those fruity pebbles are going to your head. I guess I'm buzzed. I yeah. don't know. You good? You know, I'm alright. I'm good. Yeah. Everything. No, I'm Popeye from the West Bank. No. Oh. <laughs> well, you better start acting right. <laughs> it's Angel's episode, bro. You better whip it in the shape. I might be bitch
gave you guys like a little brief synopsis of what's to come for the next few months. But uh, we've got an open slot in March. A big, wide open slot in March. <laughs> big cropsy. <laughs> big old cropsy girl. Someone's got to figure <laughs> out um, the, a midnight ritual. And it's going to be the three of us. We're going we're gonna to be duking it out here. This is Angel's episode. Angel had a great idea. A way to figure, figure out who's going to be the next person to get to choose a movie. Because nobody ever emails him. Um... <laughs> The game that we're going to play, and this is going to be based on the honor system. This motherfucker. just chugged that I'm, fucking coffee for the last 30 seconds. Chugged it. Holy shitballs. You ready? Oh, ready. shit. You that tired? Yeah. Damn, and you've been on a roll, though. It's because of my lucid waking nightmare that I live in. <laughs> oh, God, that's fucking You alright? Are you okay? Drinking. For real? Yeah. Always this color. <laughs> are you for real? You're, you're all right? Yeah, I'm good, man. Yeah, I'm trying to be funny for the show. Okay, you, <laughs> you threw me. You threw me. Um, uh, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh. Um, then I'm going to hear it back in editing and be like, <laughs> watch, I'm going to text Ricky. Hey, man, you okay? <laughs> I'm going to be like, what the fuck? What are you talking about? Yeah. Roll over. Oh, I turned you off? Don't be dead, you bitch. You didn't turn me off. <laughs> oh, it. god damn it. It's a cropsy. We're not... This is gonna be fucked up. <laughs> this is gonna be a fucked up episode. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, stop, stop, stop. All right, all right, all right. This game is gonna be played on the honor system in which, like, one of the three of us is gonna win and we all have to be honest about each other's performance. So this is what the, the game is. It's called What Would Spalding Say? And I've got a premise written down. I haven't thought... I, I did think of the premise, but I, did, I I swear I haven't thought of anything to say. What you have to do is you're inserted into the premise as Captain Spaulding. And you have to respond to what's happened. All right. Okay? So here we go. I'm going to set it up for you. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Man like that? I don't know. To me it is, yes. Captain Spaulding has you, Captain Spaulding, has just finished pumping gas into his badass pink drop-top convertible and makes his way to the entrance, presumably for some tutti-frutti ice cream, when a fellow patron of this gas station notices the clown isn't wearing a mask. Excuse me, fella. You got your mask, don't you? You are now Captain Spaulding. What do you say? Got your mask, don't you? He always paints his mask on. Is that what you mean? What do you mean? Like his corona mask. This guy's giving oh. Captain Spaulding shit about not having his fucking Corona mask. Okay, I got you. What I would Captain you meant, like a clown mask? I'm sorry. No, he's got his face paint on. <laughs> yeah, okay, he got his face paint. His on. weenie, his, his okay. hot dog shirt. <laughs> yeah. What's it say on the back? If I if I want to hear an asshole, I'll, I'll fart. fart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So he told him to put his mask on. He asked me, "Hey, <laughs> excuse me, fella. Got your mask, don't you?" Oh, shit. 
What would Captain Spalding say? <laughs> mask? Son, I ain't got no mask. What the fuck do I need a mask for? Walking around here like all you little... <laughs> oh, fuck. I wanted to say something I can't say. I was going to say... <laughs> oh damn! Oh shit! shit. I was gonna say all you fairies believing in what the <laughs> what the news people on the news say. I can't say that. <laughs> it sounds like something he would say though, right? Yeah, totally. Oh fuck! Now I'm fucked up. Now I have this to think. You just got your mask, don't you? Hey, fella. Son, you have got to the count of eleven and a half <laughs> to get the fuck out of my face. Before I send you home to your mama with this drumstick up your fucking ass. Mm -hmm. That's something he would say. Yeah, Yeah, mister. I got my mask. (laughs) (laughs) No, wait. Wait. Yeah, mister. I got my mask. But you are going to have to take that nasty rag off your fucking greasy ass face to fit this cock in your mouth, asshole. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) God damn. Oh man, mine doesn't even compete with that. <laughs> he he rants about the goddamn media and shit. Oh well, fuck it. You know what? I botched mine. <laughs> it's out. Of, it's out of YouTube. Damn, that was a strong intro. Now it's just Popeye from the West Bank says. Oh. <laughs> what? Oh Lord. I didn't know they made us wear that shit in the West Bank Cup. <laughs> <laughs> Since when that bullshit come here, man? You know that, that man. I got the cure for Corona right here, son. You know what I'm saying? Like, look, look here. Take this glow stick. You know what I'm saying? You, girl, you bad enough. You can have one shit. Look, look. That's just now. Now when people meet me, they gonna say he he a real one. Oh you know? yeah, he, he, he a real one. They know he is a real pop. one. They know about pop. You heard me? <laughs> that one real one. <laughs> and cut perfect alright I've got the best solution to this shit what so I'm bowing out and you each get a fucking pick for March so okay. that'll, that'll that'll fill out March we'll have two midnight rituals oh, uh, we're picking for March oh, yeah we're picking for February Mm-mm. February is covered well this is this part's getting covered. I'm too real so but, I drank this whole glass of wine okay baby I'm a real one so yeah I wish I could tell I'm gonna start practicing being Popeye Popeye from the West Bank Popeye from the WB oh Oh, shit I'm picking the orphan this ain't a show bro what are you you talking about this ain't no podcast oh this has all been getting edited out a while this ain't no podcast this is a dodge this is (laughs) (laughs) What does that mean? Mr. Dodge! What does that, what's that mean? <laughs> That's the best. Slap it! Yes! That's the best. I don't get it. You, you gotta that? have that part in. I don't get it at all. It's fun. Mean? You, you don't need to know. It's you gotta the juggernaut. Yeah, when the, dude, when the dude pulls up in this big red spaceship and they're like, oh shit, what the fuck? He's like, my that? suit's so tight, I need a condom. And then someone says, this ain't no spaceship, this is a dodge. Yeah, he, he, he oh. parks his little yeah. spaceship and he shoots him and he's like, this is a dodge. <laughs> and he's and like, he, what he, step, he steps out and he's like, this is a dodge. That's, that's one of those old uh, YouTube videos for people who don't know what the fuck they're talking about, <laughs> just like me. I've seen it like once or twice, but I don't know it like that. 
But oh. there you go. Jug. No, well, I'm wearing these Jamaican colors. The juggernaut. I'm like, hey, when it, when it cut, he goes, who's the juggernaut? And this is, well, man, why are you always screaming like that? Yeah, why are you always yell, got to yell when you walk in the room, man? And he's like, I got to. My suit's so tight, I can't breathe. I'm going to have a hard time with this. Oh, <laughs> All right. sorry. You motherfucks. <laughs> um, best of best. Again, again, bro. How the fuck <laughs> are you doing it, dude? I don't know. God damn, I'm getting mad at myself. <laughs> keep doing it. Keep doing it, Mister Leahy. Oh. Just keep doing it. What? His coffee is so sweet. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> oh shit. What you want to trade? Y'all trade back. Look, just trade. Trade back, because y'all already drank up each other. But you put sweetener in there, didn't you? Just now. Yeah, I did. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you want it? No. Just fix you another coffee and dilute it. Watch what we're going to do here. What are we going to do? We're going to fix all this shit right now. Fix it all right now? Yep. You don't need his to fix yours. I'm fixing everything. Oh, God. You're the best. See, he wants it. (laughs) He wants this to be fixed. I want this. I need it to be resolved. It's going to be <laughs> I know this is a complicated and difficult time for you, Prime Minister, but I'm afraid we really need a decision soon. What? You mean now? <laughs> Did you see Shin Godzilla? <laughs> I don't like Godzilla. That <gasps> tell her, tell her that that Ricky, Angel, and Angel, you just be quiet. <laughs> And you listen to Ricky. Shin Godzilla's dope. Tell her that that movie is not like other Godzilla movies she's thinking about. Why is it? It's really not. Why is it not like it? It's it's just made different. It's got enough of the same elements to where nerds like me still like it, but it's not different. But it's different enough to where I could see it being a lot more mainstream. Oh. Yeah. And also, at the same time, not a fucking disaster like the other Godzilla movie with uh, all those people in it that sucked really bad in the 2000s. 1998. 1998? Yeah, that one was awful. But you know, they, they killed that monster. Like, the, the, the real Godzilla franchise was like, yeah, that, that that's that's not Godzilla. We're, Ray, we're just going to kill it. What you had made? I don't know. Angel Hazel randomized the... it. Hazelnut. Trav, you know what other movie I want to cover? That Hazel you, Butt. That you hate? What? Pee-hoo. Oh, man. Pee-hoo? I'm looking That's it up. It's good, dude. It's so P-hoo. good. How do you it's spell so that? Pee-hoo. P-I-H-U. Have y'all ever seen Baskin? No. No, I haven't. But I want to tell you this. I'm going to watch Baskin probably let, tonight. Let me know how it is. I want to tell you this. Pee-hoo is on... Netflix? Yes. yes. That is the, then, that, uh, that is the hands down, that is the scariest movie I've ever seen in my life. 
scariest film I've ever seen in my life. And I'm not even saying that to make it up. My anxiety watching that movie, my anger, my fear, my thoughts of what could, what things could be like and where it made me go. I watched that while I was alone one night and cried and cried Fuck and that cried. Movie, man. It's on Netflix? Yeah. I'll find it. I mean, I don't recommend it, but... <laughs> cool. I'm not I saying that as a like joke it. either. I don't recommend watching that. I think it was... Uh, it's a good movie. It's not a bad movie. I'm not saying that. I know, it's a very like well made, good. It's a great like, movie. I watched it the next time and I caught more things. I don't want to catch any more things from that movie. I want to. I want to cover. It. I want to go. I'm talking. I want to cover it. I want to watch Baskin. I read some things about it. Ooh, Midnight Ritual Baskin. Yeah, just, just. I haven't even seen it yet. You want half the uh, thing of creamer? Yeah, fill it to the top. All right. I'm just kidding. Don't fill it to the top. <laughs> oh shit. Just just pour it till it changes color. You wish, motherfucker. Oh. No, talk is cheap, motherfucker. I, I don't know how much you want. Just bring him the creamer. Yeah, bring me the creamer Which and the cream? cup. The one in your hand. Ooh, I'm good. That's not the one I had before, but that's the one I want now. Oh well. Yeah. Well, now now just hold. Just that makes me psychic. Hey, just hold, awesome. hold the cug. Hold the cug. I'm holding. Damn, the cug. Hold the cug. Hold, cug. The cug. <laughs> hold it. Hold it. Hold it a little. Oh shit! Little. You gotta see that color. Yeah. There we go. That's it. No, 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 no. For real? No, 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 no. I was like, dude, there ain't no way. All right, right there. Now go stir it and bring it. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, that was almost an accident. Right Poker. Uh, <laughs> I can't stop. Shit, <laughs> I can't stop. No. Cuh. You know when you cut and you I wanted to try to combine it. Come on. I wanted to try to combine it, but all all I got out of my head was Kokobo. 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 Cuck a butt. I don't know what's going on. Oh. <laughs> Cuck a butt. Cuck a butt. Cuck a duck. It ain't the nightclub without the magic stick and a pot of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Okay, okay. Alright, that's enough. Let's, Let's jump into this that. thing so we can do this thing and No, I can... wanna be I wanna be doing all this till four in the morning. Angel's like no. She's gonna die before no, this is won't. over. She's on her second fucking glass of wine. There ain't much wine left in that bottle. I t- Here, pour <laughs> some coffee in it. Uh, I told some you. Coffee in my wine. I told you that there wasn't a lot in those. I know that bottle was big, but we had already had three glasses out of it. There was two left in that motherfucker. You've already had two, and you're almost done with that one. That's smaller. They make the glass tick, so you fooled again. Dope consuma. I don't know what accent I'm doing. Alright, man. Come on. God damn it. Hey, guys. It's a <sighs> podcast. Alright, let's get it together. This is going to be interesting. Who? No, hit, you, hit. you get it together. Okay. You get, yes, it, ma'am. To, you get it together. Yes, ma'am. Hit record so we can put that. We've been recording this oh, whole time. Oh, good. Make oh, sure shit. you keep that. <laughs> <laughs> Where the fuck did my band-aid go, man? Oh. Totally thought you were looking for the vape. Dude, if it's in your <laughs> coffee, I'm so sorry. Because... <laughs> No, it ain't gonna be in there. Oh my god, don't tell him that, Travis. Dude, this oh, I smell it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, if it's, what if it's in there? It's not. It's right there on the Damn. floor. Okay. I'm sure I won't swallow it. And so. chew it. 
Right. You know? It's not infected. It'll touch you my see, lips and I'll just be like, it's, it's, not, okay. it's not bleeding or infected, so you don't You know what? If it's in there, I am going to eat it. No, I just threw it. <laughs> it. I just threw it away in the garbage. No, he said he's going to eat it, though. If it's in there, I'm eating it. It's 2021. <laughs> serious. Starting off the year eating band-aids. I'm a real one. You were real one. That's, that's what, that's, that's exactly Chewing That's exactly them. what Popeye from the West Bank would oh, yeah. do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, chewing on some, uh, what, what's the Band-Aid brands? Man, I can't think of, uh... Oh, uh, I don't know. Equate. Chew on them Equate Band-Aids. I can't think of any brand. What you doing, Cuh? Cuh. 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 Hey, Cuh. Come here my mixtape, Cuh. They fired me from McDonald's for putting my mixtape in the Happy Meal cup. Just <laughs> trying to put them. I wanted to put them kids onto some fire, yo. Cup. <laughs> you missed. Yeah, I missed. All, all I heard recording? was. It's recording. Yeah, it's, oh, yeah, it's, it's recording. I was putting on another band aid. And all I heard, because heard, the vent was on in the bathroom. I just heard like muffled sounds, and then, and then I've been yelling at you. When I turned, I turned off the vent as I walked out. I heard "car." I was like, "Oh shit!" Well, I'll hear all that later. Don't yeah, don't, don't yeah, spoil yeah. it now. I want that to surprise you. Okay, <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Guys, we have got to get into this shit. <laughs> get it together. Um, tonight's film. Is directed. This is the directorial debut of one Rob Zombie. And What's I th- that? I think each of us has a little bit of history for him. But yeah, for the people that don't know, Rob Zombie is an American singer, songwriter, filmmaker, and voice actor, and artist, and an artist. Yeah, because he does. Yeah, he did <laughs> illustrations for uh, Beavis and Butthead to America. He's also done like some like porn comics and stuff. Oh, yeah. And, and he has an animated movie called The World of The Haunted World of El Superbisto. Yeah. I've never seen it. So More I don't have I. Yeah, so I don't know anything about that. But um his younger brother is the singer for Power the band Power Man five thousand, right? That's his younger brother. <laughs> yeah. Growing the dollar up, store uh Rob Zombie man. Oh, <laughs> Dude, seriously, like they're like they're the great value version of Rob Zombie. (laughs) The Clarence Brown of Rob Zombies. This is the what I do when I don't understand a reference. Um, This gesture here. I think that's Clancy Brown. Clancy. I don't know. I still don't understand. He's he's not as he's the discount tall man. Oh, okay. Now I get it. Now I get it. From the Mortuary Collection. Got you. What's his name? Clancy Brown? Something like that. Oh, yeah. fucking this up. Fuck it. <laughs> Clancy. I know who you're talking about yeah, now. Yeah, fuck it, man. Montgomery Dork. <laughs> <laughs> it's a family name. When he was growing up, uh, Zombie was always into horror films, and he stated that he wanted to be Alice Cooper, Steven Spielberg, Bela Lugosi, and Stan Lee, like all rolled up into one. That was his, his goal. Yeah. And his parents worked at a carnival. And this, the, I think, I think this right here is where you get some of the early hellbilly influence that infects not only his music that he makes, but his films. Yeah, everything about him. <laughs> because when his family was working at this carnival, 
They decided to leave once a riot had broken out and the tents were set on fire. Zombie says he remembers seeing like uh, people pulling out guns. There, there were guns going off. This one guy he knew came up to him and was like uh, telling him where to go and shit. And just someone ran up and hit the guy in the fucking face like with a hammer and ripped his face all open. And so Rob Zombie and his parents, like he's a little kid, like little kid zombie. And they go, they all get in the car and they fucking haul ass. That, so that's how they, they left that job. And after he got out of high school, he went to the Pratt Institute. I don't know what the fuck that is, but it's in New York City, god damn it. And New York City. he met one of his bandmates there. That, <laughs> I like that again. <laughs> I love it though. Me and my old recycle jokes. No. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and it was like right before he took off with White Zombie, the band he was in before he broke out solo. Um, <laughs> he was working as a production assistant for Pee Wee's Playhouse. That's what the, the best. Hell? Yeah. Damn. That's the best. That's it. So he's he's led like a little interesting life. After he uh, went solo, that's when he really blew up. And that was with um, Hellbilly Deluxe. Yeah, buddy. 13 Tales of Cadaverous Cavorting Inside the Spook Show International. And that came out in 1998. Jesus. And it was at this point that I guess like, because he, he would blend like with his music um elements of horror uh you watch any music video rob zombie's done and you can tell he loved exploitation and grindhouse films mm -hmm. um science fiction yeah. uh, all that fucking good shit man. Orange. yeah everything every everything cool check out these these um these names of these albums his album names are the best mm -hmm. they're so ridiculous you, they're all crazy except two tame ones you get um they're still cool titles and i've got a story for one of them but you, so you get the one I said, Hellbilly Deluxe, 13 Tales of Cadaverous Cavorting Inside the Spook Show International. Then you get The Sinister Urge and Educated Horses, um, followed by Hellbilly Deluxe 2, Noble Jackals, Penny Dreadfuls, and the Systematic Dehumanization of Cool. Yeah. After that, there's Venomous Rat Regeneration Vendor. Yeah. Then you get the Electric Warlock Acid Witch Satanic Orgy Celebration Dispenser. <laughs> and coming out this year, this year yeah. I believe this month, January, I think. I'm not sure, but I read it the other day and I was like, oh shit. <laughs> His newest album is The Lunar Injection Kool-Aid Eclipse Conspiracy. Yes. Oh my God. It's the best one. I love it. I love it, <laughs> yes, man. That's what I was thinking. I was like, this is the best one. I've heard one song off of it and it's pretty fucking badass. Nice. I don't remember the name of it, but it, it, it blends a lot of different musical elements with but his same style of like metal and and, and shit like that. Most of his stuff that he's it, it's all pretty badass. Like he's it's fun. Fuck yeah, man! Yeah, it's fun yeah. music. Yeah, it is. It's for people who want to like put on something, not think about the lyrics are still going to be cool. Yeah, but they're not something you sit there and other than imagine the imagery of them. Right. But you don't sit there and be like, oh, this is going to change my life on some philosophical level. No. Um, but <laughs> at least not for me. I've I've been a fan since like. I want to say 99 or something like that, because uh, Dragula. Right. Yeah. Like, if I want to listen to, like, rock music and, I, like, I want, like, feel good, like, I, I listen to Rob Zombie. I don't know. All of his stuff, I just... It brings you back? Yeah. It brings I, me I back. Yeah. yeah, it brings me back, too. Particularly the Hellbilly albums. Younger place in time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
You and you were a fan when you were a kid. Somewhat, yeah, yeah. Particularly the Hellbilly era. Yeah. And um, I kind of stopped listening to them for a while, and then a few years ago at Mayhem Fest in the Woodland, Texas, um, Isaac and Allie and I went. Uh, we went to see Mastodon, Amana Marth. We were supposed to see Behemoth, but the drummer's appendix burst, so they had to drop off the fucking tour. God damn, damn it. Yeah, I was really fucking... I'm still mad about that. That sucks. Because I still haven't seen Behemoth. Goddamn appendix burst, a motherfucker. Appendix weak. Him and his weak-ass <laughs> appendix. Weak-T motherfucker. No, I lie. Low-T. Infer- low <laughs> Dude, Infer- Inferno's an amazing fucking drummer, so he, he can afford to... Loses appendix at my at my expense. Yeah, um, <laughs> and at his. <laughs> and, yeah, um, oh, shit. but yeah, we were like, "Fuck yeah!" Look, uh, Mastodon, Amana Marth, um, who else? Machine Head, Job for a Cowboy. Like there was a, a shitload of bands. It's a huge festival, and um, fucking Five Finger Death Punch. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Damn. But but then we found out that. <laughs> Rob Zombie's like, hey, I'm going to go headline that tour, by the way, guys. Fuck. So we were like, okay. So uh, that that was, that's by far one of the best shows I've ever seen. And that kind of that kind of rejuvenated a love for his music for me. Rob Zombie, in the same sense as Alice Cooper, is a, heralded for his live shows. Yeah. He puts on a whole stage production. Uh, there's costumes and crazy shit going on. You know that that costume that he's in on, and I'm, he's probably in one of the videos, but it's on the Hellbilly album. It's kind of like a cyborg looking suit that he wears mm-hmm. with a helmet. Mm-hmm. He came out wearing that and a fucking Texas flag as a cape. That's awesome. Yeah, like he's a really cool motherfucker, man. There's all this red, white, and blue and black confetti in the air the whole time. <laughs> fucking giant. Beach balls bouncing back and forth Damn. from the stage to the audience. And machinery and giant devil puppets running around <laughs> on stage. Man, that and, sounds amazing. Dude, like, Mars Needs Women had its own little stage set up. Like, he got on... It's like a... Uh, it's like one of those genie lift kind of things, but they made it look like futuristic military machinery. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, on the platform at the end of the neck, like, in, like, this military looking outfit and like there's Damn. Martian women dancing around <laughs> and shit like like in, in formation and stuff and dude like it, it was it was just amazing. Like it was just choreographed amazing. That's awesome. He brought the Dragula on stage, dude. It's the best. It was amazing. He and apparently he doesn't like uh partake hardly ever in alcohol or any other substances. Yeah. He said um why I've never I've never really accomplished anything being fucked up and wasted. Yeah, like that's one of the things I read him. But opposite of Marilyn Manson, I, and I was going to bring right. up Marilyn Manson yeah, because they because they because Ma- I would say they have beef, but really Manson just beefs with him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> which always tickles me. Well, I was going to say like him too though. His music's fucking badass. It's similar. It's similar in premise, not sounding. I, and I, right. I would say his is more of the thinker's version of it. Yeah. Um, but he's also renowned for his stage show. And one year, Smashing Pumpkins and Marilyn Manson went on a co-headline tour. And I was like, God damn it, dude. I want to go so fucking bad. But we, oh, yeah. I would love swing. to see Manson live. I would love to see him live, but also the Pumpkins, bro. 
that's that's bigger than Manson or a zombie for me. But um, <laughs> I don't pumpkins know. are okay. That that's what that that's what that gesture and face means. Oh well, it means I don't like the pumpkins as much as you. Oh, you gotta go home. Yeah, yeah. I just can't don't, be here anymore. I don't like them that much. <laughs> I like that song for the. Uh, not it's not for, but the Watchmen used it in a. Mm-hmm. Like that trailer and all. I like that song a lot. That song um, was the a, end is the beginning of the end of the beginning of whatever. It was originally. It was originally for. Um, he hey, wrote, settle down. <laughs> what was that? This whatever this is. It got in my way. He originally Told wrote wrote that down. song for uh, Batman Forever. That was on that soundtrack. Nice. So was Kiss from yeah, a Rose by yeah. Seal. Oh, I love that song. It's fucking awesome. Oh. Um, Kiss by a rose from seal. Well, so that's kiss the, by a kiss from, from a rose by a seal. Yes. Yeah. He's like kiss oh, from oh. a seal. Oh, no, that's seal. what I put in that picture I sent you the other day. The one that I edited and sent back to you. What? Oh, seal. And I told you that he was singing that song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's for that. That he he made that for the Batman Forever movie. Wow. Mm-hmm. What's that song about? We don't know. I'm not sure. We don't really know. It's a badass song though. It's a cool sounding song. Um, <laughs> this, oh. this is gonna be a good one, folks. Oh man, oh, folks, my. you're in for a treat. I'm glad that the only other thing we, uh, that I have to do this month is already kind of taken care of due to everyone having their own COVID? list. Oh, no, um, and the fact See, all I had to do was kill people, so <laughs> I'm sorry, that was probably <laughs> insensitive. That joke. I don't get it. I said, you said everything I've had to do this month is taken care of due to, and I said, COVID? Oh, okay, got it. And I was like, oh, never mind. All I had to do was kill people, but now I don't because of COVID. I still That's the joke. I'm saying I was going to have to kill people this month, but COVID. Oh, COVID took care of it for you. Damn, dude. Um, Yeah, that's kind of dark and (laughs) sensitive, so I'm sorry. No, it ain't. No, To you. And you. We don't what to the world? To bro, the people world. are dying from COVID, bro. I don't want to. I don't want to upset Co- those people. Hey, 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 COVID, COVID. The only, <laughs> the only thing you could do to offend me is done, and that's talk about like saying like, "Hey, fuck your wife and kids." Me and Cody <laughs> joked about throwing the kids in the bayou and crushing them with cinder blocks. And then he actually told us one day that he hopes our kids drown. Yeah, he did, and he said, but it wasn't the joking time. It yeah. was. This is real time. So it's like, oh, okay, bitch. And you know, he also said he hopes they die in a fire. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this is being and then, out. Like, and then I'm like, oh my god, we got to do this. And then I'm like, yeah, cuh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't leave that yeah, shit in there. So like, the joke is lost. I don't know. Man. Hey, um, what were you gonna say? I was gonna get back into the Rob Zombie stuff. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Start the show. All right, roll the movie. <laughs> Popeye from the West Bank. <laughs> I like how every time Joe Bob says "Okay, back to the movie" or "Okay, roll the movie," he keeps talking. He keeps talking about something else yeah, for just a little always. while longer. He's always done that. That's awesome. He did that on uh, fucking Monster Vision. He thinks about it <laughs> when he when he started doing it again. Well, because he was doing it when they did that first marathon. I was like, "Damn it, Joe Bob." Thank you, Shudder. We should have Joe Bob on the show. That's why I pimp Shudder so hard. 
I do throw it, like say it like on a lot, of, and I say it on fucking Joe Blows too. They yeah, need, they I need, know. they need the money. They need yeah, to stay needs, doing. Shutter what... needs that money. That's why I pay for two subscriptions, son. Cut. <laughs> Here, you can tell what I was about to say. Yeah, oh no, I heard you. <laughs> son, son, <laughs> Don't say that. Um, I literally have two subscriptions. I have one on my phone now. <clears throat> that's not how that's supposed to work. You get them, yeah. Not when you have it on Amazon from your uh, PS4, buddy. Oh. Yeah, so I have two subscriptions, son. Cut. Damn. And God. I don't give a fuck because I'm canceling my membership at the gym I ain't been to in a year, cuz. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I ain't been in over a year, cuz. You just like transfer that gym money to shut a bitch. Yep. Oh. And what I'm going to do, I'm going to pay for one of the other channels at a time <laughs> on Amazon. So I'm getting in all my HBO and then I'm going to drop it. I'm going to be like, something else. AMC. Let's go. Show me what you got. AMC has their own new thing called AMC Plus. Yeah. It comes with IFC. I don't want to watch all those damn European movies. No, it's not. It's not. It's good. All, so those, good. all those stupid French ass movies. They're not. They have with a lot that of clowns just flipping the pancakes. pancakes. They have a lot of good shit on there. No. They, it also comes with Shutter. Nice. Um, and a bunch of other shit. Nice AMC. Yeah. Nice. Nice. It's, I think it's like $12 a month. Nice. But I'm still just going to pay my five to Shutter exclusively. I want them directly to get yeah, it. Yeah, well, you know what? That you way don't it's contribute not as much as I do, so there you go. Falling down. I'm not getting two subscriptions. I don't know where we were in you this. You better. I guess you don't love them as much as I do. Where Audience, I love Shutter so much. I pay. It's so nice, I pay for it twice. Mm-hmm. We're talking about his music. Yeah, I just don't remember where I had left off. Or he was talking about the stage show. Yeah, oh, fucking Rob Zombie. If you ever get a chance to see him live, boy, oh boy. That's a lot of fun. <laughs> Dude, you know what I didn't realize seeing him live? Mm. I didn't know how badass John Five was at guitar. Mm-hmm. Dude. He's killing it, right? Dude, and he's Jimmy Page in his ass off. Damn. Dude, he had this fucking guitar. All right, so you know, you know what he looks like. Mm-hmm. So they're doing their shit and this and that, and halfway between the show, he's got spiky hair, the right? Big ass. Well, it's it's different all the time, but he's oh. always like super white and has super blonde hair. Yeah, and looks all like goth industrial out and whatnot. Um, so like they have this big ass screen set up on the stage with shit going on all over during all the songs, and halfway through the show. He just starts, he gets his, he gets this certain guitar and it's like completely clear and there's this, the brightest fucking LED light I've ever seen in my life. Like you couldn't look directly at it. It was so fucking bright. In his guitar? In his fucking guitar. Oh, nice. And like, we're like far away, bro. And like, it's like, God damn. (laughs) And like, dude, he just, he gets up there and like this fucking cross and shit like appear on the screen and it just slowly starts like a clock like just starts inverting and he's doing this fucking jimmy page shit and uh i guess i guess he had one of those fucking wireless things because like well he's not plugged in so he just starts walking up the fucking steps through the crowd playing and shit zombie did the same thing bro like they were just would he play guitar who rob he didn't no he didn't play 
at the show. Yeah, bro, like, they were just coming through the crowd. Fucking, dude, like, I swear to God, the solo lasted, like, ten minutes. Oh, yeah, bro, just, just fucking hamming it up in the audience, bro. Zombies hamming it up, hanging out with everybody. It was amazing. That's awesome. The drummer and the bass player were, you know, holding the beat and playing and stuff, and he was just <laughs> magic fingering his ass off. Spaghetti. Spaghetti and no, but it was it was some good it was some good pasta. Not not nasty cheap spaghetti. No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't Carrie King stumbling in drunk, making a big bowl of pasta for you. <laughs> a big bowl of plain pasta with no noodles, with no uh, sauces. You remember fucking um. What's the name of that band? Cool. Yeah. Slayer. <laughs> Carrie King, his noodly guitars. Oh. You, you probably didn't hear it. I wasn't playing it while. Yeah, yeah. all right. Holy fuck. Bruh. Your, your hate for Slayer has made me. I don't hate them. Your your distaste for Carrie King's solos. Yes. Has not made me dislike them, but has made me <laughs> want to make jokes about them. What the hell? I like I, I still like Carrie King. You gotta you think, gotta be able to joke about the things you like too. I still think he plays guitar really good. People of the world. Yeah, people. Angry fucking animals. Angry bitches. Oh, see what I did there? <laughs> yeah, I brought the cosmicism, but just a little bit. Just a little. Y'all yeah. know what the most cosmic song is? What? Blue Dabadi. Oh, definitely. I put it in one of the episodes recently. Yeah, you did. <laughs> it's blue. Like Venus. Venus is blue. Mm-mm. Yeah, bro. Uranus. Yeah. It's, it's Uranus. Uranus. It's Uranus. Ricky. Is it or is it Neptune that's blue? Neptune, Neptune is, is blue. Neptune. That's right. Venus is the closest one to the sun. No, the second closest. But no. it's the hottest. No. No, it's not. <laughs> no, no, no. My fa- yes, it's the second closest. Yeah. Mercury's the closest. Yeah. No, you're My right. My very yeah. eager mother. That's Mars. Mother is Mars. Thanks, Ricky. Jupiter, Saturn, Neptune, hot, Uranus. Fuck yeah, Pluto. Dude. Fucking hot planet. That's right. I still and full Pluto. of acidic gases. I'm not like part of your my propsy. <laughs> oh, it's the propsy planet Venus. New planet. Fucking bullshit. Still Pluto. Pluto it's still Pluto, Pluto, motherfucker. Pluto for life from the West Bank. <laughs> a real one. Pluto's a real one. Yeah. Pluto from the West Bank. <laughs> <laughs> I've been learning about um, like you taking it over now. Yeah, yeah Papa, you evolving still? He's <laughs> Pluto from the that's, West Bank. That's what it happens. That's what happens to Papa. You cold as fuck. When when Papa becomes cosmically enlightened, <laughs> he becomes Pluto. Pluto from the West Bank. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> He's yes. just like ripping like Hanley's comet out of the sky and turning it into a glow stick. <laughs> giving it to alien bitches. You bad enough, girl? <laughs> Going around giving it to other cosmic beings like yeah. <laughs> fucking the and thought. Trying to, and trying to bang him. Nearlothep? Oh, yeah. Or whatever. He's like, Nearlothep, I can't tell if you a girl or a guy, but you bad enough, girl. You bad enough, squid. King in yellow? <laughs> well, I don't know what. Yeah, fuck. bro. I've been reading about like a, like astronomy a lot, especially since I got tarot cards. Mm-hmm. Nice. And um, you know how many the odds or the average is like above average. Most women serial killers are Scorpios. That's amazing. They fucking snap. 
That's awesome. <laughs> and then I was reading a little bit like about Scorpio and like um like the planets and the order. Like they have it, it's really cool shit. I was really Scorpio's ex- kinda crazy though. Just I was, a little bit. I was really excited when a certain podcast that we've named, mentioned enough did an episode specifically on women serial killers. Because I was like, oh, yeah, I want to hear about the nasty stuff these women did. <laughs> and they dirty were, bitches. And they were like, yeah, it, it's it's not like when men kill. And it's like, yeah, that there's never been an instance. It's like jealousy and vengeance. Yeah. They're like, a lot they're, of it. Like, no, no woman's ever, like, cut off a guy's head and made it eat her pussy or anything. And I was like, damn. <laughs> oh, I, was, I was disappointed a little. I was like, I wanted to hear that. Damn. No, I don't think they have. Nope. Have they heard of Ed Kemper? Oh, yeah, they did an episode on it. Yeah, remember the bitch that murdered her boyfriend and stabbed him, like, 26 times? And they found him, like, And then yelled at it for a few hours. (laughs) (laughs) They berated it after he came in. That's my favorite part, bro. Yelled at it for a few hours. (laughs) Ed Kemper, man. One day we'll talk about Ed. Ed Kemper stuff. When we start doing some more true crime stuff. You know what? He's done a lot of, like... Uh, audiobook reading like uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think how to say this he's red <laughs> oh he's, he's blue da ba dee da ba yeah he's that yeah no like he um, said he's red there's a there's an audiobook there's a number of audiobooks that feature the voice of Ed Kemper because there was a program mm-hmm. where inmates could do that mm-hmm. so like he's Hundreds. red Hundreds. He's read a shitload like Dune and Star Wars and Lord of the Rings and all kind of cool shit. And I'm like, man. What the fuck? I'm like, I want to find these audiobooks and listen to them. <laughs> Just because it's Ed Kemper. <laughs> I've listened to him um, in a few interviews. Yeah. He's put together. He's a put together dude. He's a put together guy. He's a class act, you've seen? He's he really a class is. act. He really is. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just... I don't blame him for anything he did. Oh, I, oh, no, I'm just, oh, I just wanted your reaction. No, I blame I, him. I completely but, forgive him. But I could, I could totally see myself having a conversation with him. And, oh, yeah, and, and yeah. not knowing this dude's a fucking monster. Right, not realize like, he could definitely, he could definitely fool you. Because he just seems like a regular kind of weird dude, mm. you know? He's just that regular weird. Yeah. You know? Anyway, that's not what we're talking about. Bring all this up. Anyway, um, back to the Rob Zombie thing. Though. Mm. We talked about the live show and stuff. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna jump in because I said I had a story about. Go uh, ahead. Yeah, I'm I'm done. Educated horses. <laughs> yeah. The, the the moral of my story is the, the show was awesome. Oh, go <laughs> see him. No, 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 man. I'm I'm I'm. This is cut. I'm gonna jump back in in a minute. Cut. I can't. Yeah. You cut it. Cut. I cutting it. Some of it. Cutting it. Well, you can't. Oh, nothing. We haven't even started the movie, and it's midnight. Bro, I know. I know. Cuh. All right, cuh. God, cuh. Shit. Um, you know what? Let's just scrap it. We'll just do it later. To be continued. <laughs> yeah. No. Holy fuck balls, man. No. No. <laughs> yeah, well, I was saying I had been a fan since, like, uh, Dragula came out, and I was waiting for Educated Horses. Me, Hunter, and Cody skipped school, and none of our parents knew that we were doing this shit. This when I had my band, and we drove to Music Machine in Eunice, mm-hmm. and th- this was the day that the or close to when the Educated Horses came out. 
So we went in there. I bought that along with, I think, Stain Chapter 5. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> oh. And I bought um, Foiled by Blue October. Nice. Yeah, which is still one of my favorite albums. Um, educated Horses, not so much, but it, the album's fucking groovy at the time. But our parents called us, man. Oh man, what did they do? I don't remember exactly how the fucking canary got let out of the coal mine. I don't even God know. Damn. I always fuck up phrases. Um, yeah, it's not rocket appliances, Travis. Tra- tra- for a second. I thought I heard my phone. It's all water under the fridge now. Get on a roll. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. I don't know. Uh, me either. Well, it's not doing anyone any good not knowing where it is, is it? No. No, you mustn't. I really to. Well, I mean, just fucking pee on yourself. I can't. Pee on the podcast. I keep saying it. Like, just hold the podcast in your hands and pee on it. I'm going to have a cigarette while it's recording. Dude, this is going to be fucked up. No, man. Just roll with it. Embrace. Embrace it, audience. No, it's not about that. It's about the editing I'm going to have to do. Embrace the editing. The moving around of things. Travis is going to be slaving away. Embrace slavery. Are you smoking a cigarette, you bitch? <laughs> what? Yeah, bitch. Well, you want to empty your small bladder, you bitch. <laughs> you the bitch. I drank three cups it's, of coffee and haven't pissed once. It's her episode, bitch. I'm okay? drinking fucking alcohol. <laughs> being a bitch. It's her episode. Angel. You're never, you're never getting your own episode again because this is chaos incarnate. No, it's the best. This is cosmic. <laughs> How cosmic this episode oh, yeah, is? is. And you said you didn't you you wanted to put an end to the cosmicism. It's not over. I never said I wanted to end the cosmicism. Yeah, I don't remember her saying that. It's I never said, over. I said it was a lot of cosmicism, but you know what? It's never enough. <laughs> There's gonna be some Godzilla too. I wanna, I wanna do a thing where she kills us because she's tired of, of hearing us talk about how everything's I, I cosmic. <laughs> I totally want to put that in somewhere in what? an episode someday. What her killing us? Her killing us because of that. It's gonna have to be. We're gonna have. To, I guess I should record this. Maybe I'll take the snippet out and we can Oops. just listen to it and share it. I farted, cut. In the bathroom, as I assume. Oh, um, you gotta walk through the wall of fart. It'll it'll dissipate by then. Fuck, man. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Like usually, maybe around the end of the yearish, kind of how we did this year, and how I did the first year, when it was just me doing the thing. It got real cosmic, and I did the void and um, the thing. True. And this year we went on a little cosmic spiel. Towards the end of the year. Towards the end of the year. I think I think around the the Halloween season we should just get a little cosmic. Totally. I'm not saying never make cosmic jokes. Right, right. That's when we can pick some movies maybe that are. What about what about Cosby jokes? Cosby jokes? Oh those are fair game. The cosmic Cosbys. Dude, you know what? You know what, Travis? There's a Zodico band called the Cosmic Cajuns. What do they sound like? I haven't listened to them, but I was like, okay. We're about to do that. Cosmic Cajuns. It's a band. So. That's fucked. We can't call ourselves that then. I mean, we can still call ourselves that, but we'll just put a disclaimer. Be like, yeah. not to be, not to be, <laughs> not to be confused with the Cosmic Cajuns, uh, Zydeco band. But, but if you do, it doesn't matter. 
<laughs> Same difference. They'd understand. Yeah, right. They're totally. cosmic. They're cosmic. They we should just videos. assume they're cosmic and different. Right. Oh. Make that a thing. Hey, don't, oh. don't assume don't my assume cosmic. My <laughs> <laughs> you know how people will just. Don't assume my gender. Don't assume my cosmic indifference to your fucking hold on. opinion of yourself. Hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm writing this down because I don't want to forget all this. It's on record. Oh, good. Alright, so I can be cosmically lazy This then. is not going in the, in the show. This is don't scary. assume my cosmic indifference. Now they definitely heard it. <laughs> Angel, Angel's about to pass out. Pion. <laughs> Angel's Pion, chef. And me, I'm gonna have the foie <laughs> from all this coffee. Don't, don't have the foie. <laughs> I'm gonna have the foie. Okay, alright, alright, alright. Fuck, man. Okay. I'm already prone to getting the foie from my cosmic, uh, my cosmic bowel syndrome. No. Cosmic kaboom. Oh shit. Cosmic kaboom. We can't. We can't top that. All right, look, guys. Okay. In tonight's midnight ritual, we wander the cavern of cadavers beneath the house of a thousand corpses. If you have not seen tonight's film, cry off now. House of a Thousand Corpses is a 2003 American black comedy horror film written, co-scored, and directed by Rob Zombie in his directorial debut. I said that. Um, It's the first film in the Firefly trilogy. I'm going to call it a trilogy because there's only three and I doubt there's going to be more. Um, This movie was inspired by 1970s horror films such as Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which was covered in episode 10, Saturday Retrograde, and movies like Wes Craven's The Hills Have Eyes. Um, he can, Rob Zombie conceived the film while designing a haunted house attraction for Universal Studios Hollywood, where filming took place in 2000 on the backlots and in Valencia, California. When the studio shelved the film, fearing that it would receive an NC-17 rating, which Zombie was up front with them the whole time, with Universal saying, I'm making something niche, This is not going to be a mainstream film. They still gave him some money. Um, He reacquired the rights. They didn't want it. And then he sold it to Lionsgate. So so they released the film in April of 2003. So this is one of those cases. A film is made and it gets put on the fucking shelf. And again, you know, years later, it's almost like a movie coming out at a festival. We've talked about this. Yeah. And years later, it gets a... So a 2000 film that came out in 2003, you know whatever you want to call it. Um, since then, well, when it was released, it, it grossed $16 million on a budget of $7 million. Whoa. Reportedly $7 million. 
And after it got bad reviews, horrible reviews from critics. I didn't write the scores down, but I went and looked at Rotten Tomatoes. The critic and the audience score was low as fuck, which is weird because this movie is now, it's a cult classic. Um, Right. It's widely regarded, widely loved. So, yeah. The idea for House of a Thousand Corpses, yeah. When when he was designing the uh, the haunted house, Universal was responding like to to the imagery and stuff like that, and then he pitched him the movie when he didn't really have that much of the script written. He had like twelve pages of a script, mm-hmm. and they were like, "Yeah, you're Rob Zombie. We've seen your videos. Come right. on, make this movie that we're <clears throat> that we're not gonna want to fucking put out." And and and, <laughs> and he looked, and he was like, "Mark, how long is movie script?" yeah he he yeah he presented him with a 12 page treatment and then two months later they were fucking they were on set they were shooting damn um for the cast he got sid haig as captain spaulding someone who i'm not good at at fucking writing for apparently bill mosley as otis driftwood fuck yeah someone who was adopted into the firefly firefly family Sherry Moon Zombie, Rob Zombie's wife, and basically Muse. He puts her right. in every Everything. single fucking yeah. thing that he makes. Because she's badass. She is badass. I'm I'm not a Sherry Moon hater. I just think at a certain point, it's like, God damn, dude. Love your wife. Put her in all your fucking films. Well, you're you're in my my pod, so you're in my pod. How? This is her pod. Dave. This is my, you and mine. Yeah, this is yours tonight. Yeah. Ooh, oh, look, I, I stepped on a fucking alien. No, wait, the face hugger? She fucking straightened my beard the other day. <laughs> and it looked like a face hugger attached itself to my face. Awesome. No. Yeah. <laughs> he trimmed it up. You look better now. I wish I had my face hugger mask still. Karen Black as Mother Firefly. <clears throat> uh, a young, drunk Chris Hardwick as Jerry. Aaron Daniels, I don't know this girl, as Denise. Jennifer Joyston as Mary. These two bitches, okay? Oh, Look, Lord. Fuck them. Yeah. Rain Wilson. Dwight motherfucking Schrute. Yes. From The Office is in here as Bill. You got Walter Goggins, Matthew McGrory, um, a bunch of other people filling out the cast. Sorry. I ain't gonna name all these motherfuckers. But... Who plays Tiny? That's Matthew... Mer- oh. You know what? I'll mention him. Matthew uh, McGrory because R.I.P. He, he yeah. was a big man that died... He, yeah, was, he, he had gigantism, right? He had something going on. I think he had gigantism. Oh, dang. Yeah. He, uh, sweet guy from, right. from all accounts and um, loved being in films. He was in a lot of films. He was in Big Fish from Tim Burton. Yeah. He was in, um, what's that movie with Jake Gyllenhaal? Bubble Boy? He was yeah, in. Yeah, 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 he was. He was in a lot, he was in a lot of different movies. Um, he died, you know, before his time. Poor guy. But um, in the original movie, there were more characters, including a skunk ape, and we get a little bit of that um, in the film, when that, that, that black guy out in the desert with the shotgun is like, I know the truth! Yeah. I know it! I... Oh, yeah, oh sure. wait, no, 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 no. No, that's one of the Yeah, 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 that's one of the interludes is that guy. Yes. The other's the old former couple, and he's like, yeah, I, I... I see that skunk, skunk ape, I'll kill him. Yeah. And his wife's like... He performed lewd acts upon me and my person. Yes, yes. And I love, the, I love how she says it. Yeah. Me and my person. That damn skunk ape. <laughs> yeah, yeah so that's, that's the best. The skunk ape was going to be in there, and um, 
it, it featured a lot more footage of the kids on their little road trip. Right. And Universal was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we come on, do that. And Rob Zombie was like, nobody gives a shit about the kids. Right. They're going to root for the Fireflies. And that's what this film's about, is getting to them. And also, uh, pretty much, I guess, what would be the big bad of the movie? Dr. Satan. And yeah. his goon. Yeah, Earl. That's his name, Earl. That's from from what I can tell. Yeah, Earl. That's. I, I want to know. I want to. And we'll get there. In the in the credits, he's he he's credited as the professor, but I think this is some stuff that got scrapped. Again, he you know he he did cut the film down and cut some stuff out. Right. Um. Like Grand Grandpa Hugo in in an early uh, draft was meant to be Doctor Satan. Damn. But he wrote up the Doctor Satan lore a little bit more. Yeah. And, uh, that's cool. He became his own character. Originally, it was going to be that the the Mad Doctor story was for the Fireflies to bring people in, mm-hmm. and and you know lure the victims. But yeah, he he developed uh, Doctor Satan, which was inspired by a 1950s billboard poster advertising a live spook show starring a magician called Doctor Satan. Yeah, Doctor Satan, Doctor Satan. <laughs> Fucking Chris Harwig is going hard for that, bro. Oh, yeah. His wig is super hard. <laughs> His wig? His wig. Wick. His name is Hardwick, right? <laughs> yeah, his wig is super hard for that Dr. Satan boss. <laughs> on October 30th, 1977. This this is pretty neat to me because we kind of, we're, the solstice has happened. The sun is starting to rise again now. What kind of salsa? <laughs> the kind served up on a tortilla of terror. Tortilla of Mint. terror. God, that was so good. Um, <laughs> uh, Texarkana Clintons. Texarkana. God damn, I want to see that movie. <laughs> <laughs> After hearing hers back, I want to see hers too. I want to see them all. I know. Dude, a western slasher would be so sick. I need to I need to make I need to make some of these posters. Anyway, oh, yeah. so so yeah, we're we're now I think here we're officially ending our little Halloween season cuz I, I like to celebrate it from October, November through December even though Christmas, but Christmas used to be dark as fuck back in the day. We need to bring that up next year. Next Christmas is going to be even spookier than this. Oh. Yeah. Saturnalia. But we get this awesome opening shot of, uh, what is the name of the place? Captain Spaulding's Museum of Mad Men. Monsters yeah. and Mad Men. Yes. And, and the sign just says fried chicken and gasoline. Yes. Yeah, yeah, dude. It's the best. And Angel, you had pointed out when we were watching it that it was such a well-lit and well planned shot like you can tell everything yeah. was placed right meticulously to, yeah. to me that's what i get out it's of really it it's really artistic it's and it, I don't know, it's it looks pretty. great the yeah. neon lights and everything i'm yeah. a sucker for neon on black that Hell is my yeah. shit as an aesthetic so that gets me every time 
And we start it's off your, with... It's your uh, wick nice and hard. My wick's hard. <laughs> <laughs> this th- this is um, where we're introduced to Captain Spaulding. And I guess this guy's name is Stucky. This is Stucky, his little nerdy buddy. Yeah. And they're, yeah. they're talking about um, some, oh, some guy they know... The best. Getting a Planet of the Apes doll stuck up his ass. Yeah, it Dr. Was, Z. Yeah, Dr. Yeah. Z stuck up his ass. <laughs> and a minute a minute ago though he was like oh he ain't into some weird stuff right right but one time he was <laughs> <laughs> like god damn it zombie but like if you know him you might understand his urges uh, worse than a rabbit ass baboon yeah you know what his favorite thing is next to whacking his weasel he takes a sharpened pencil and sticks it in his eyeball and twists it what he doesn't hurt himself though he kind of twists it right next to his eyeball <laughs> Uh, he been putting that pencil someplace other than his eyeball. Nah, he don't do nothing like that. Although once he got caught, you know, uh, with a Planet of the Apes doll stuck up his asshole. <laughs> God damn! They had to take him to the hospital. Kid had Doctor Z stuck halfway up his butt. Couldn't get it out. <laughs> Spal- and Spalding's in full clown makeup. He- yeah. He's Hell like, yeah. he- well, he- and he's got on. There's a- that's when he has his hot dog shirt on. No, this one he has the suit, the clown suit on. Oh, he's in with full. With the little three balls yeah, on the yeah, front. Yeah, yeah. He's got a little thing on. Oh, yeah, yeah the little, little, little skull, skull bolo. Yeah. yeah, he's got this cool skull bolo. I'm going to start wearing bolos. Like Joe Bob. I'm, I'm just going to, I'm just, you know what? Every day, I'm either going to dress up as the tall man, <laughs> Joe Bob, or... Eustace. Popeye, oh, or Eustace, yeah, yeah. or Popeye from the West Bank. Pluto. That one, that's my four personas. You're Pluto from the West Bank, boy. Pluto from the West, that's right, I gotta be cosmic. You're real boy, ca- you're real one, the boy, ca- boy. Oh, damn. <laughs> but yeah, so that- I'm acquiring too many titles. I know. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm old, I'm just old gummy Gummy girl. mouth. Old gummy mouth witch doctor, I asked. I, I, I gave myself the witch doctor one, so it don't count. Yeah, it counts. Any. It's like it's oh, <laughs> we're losing it. No. We're losing it. Bring us back, Travis. <laughs> At this moment, as Stucky walks into the shitter, these two guys break in wearing ski masks, and they're gonna they're gonna try to rob the place. They walked into the wrong fucking place. A place full of cosmic indifference. <laughs> it really is. It really is. It's when Captain Spaulding smiles, and then you see his fucking grill, and you're like, "What the fuck?" Amazing makeup effects and special effects in this movie, yeah. by the way, yeah. from start to finish. Um, yeah, his teeth look rot and nasty. Yeah, they fucked. Um, <laughs> if that was his real teeth, oh shit! But everybody in this movie looks fucked up. Yeah, mm-hmm. Otis looks like he's dying. I mean, it, he really does. When baby he comes dog. out, he looks super sick. Well, no, not baby, but but when 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 Otis comes out in the sun, in that slow motion scene we're gonna get to, he looks like a like a corpse that's walking. Well, around. he's like yeah. albino. Looks, like, he looks like he never comes out of his room because he's always working. He's always working, bro. Fucking nuts. He's the best. So these robbers, this is um, Killer Carl and Richard Wick, another Wick. Oh, nice. Yeah, so it's all t- cosmically tying in together. Cosmics. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I like, we're like, we're gonna tone down the. <laughs> no, okay, okay. And they're like, uh, the the one guy, the leader, the apparent leader, Carl is like, go get that fucking guy out the shitter. 
That's the best part. And I oh. love this part because yeah. uh, Wick starts walking over and he bumps into something. And, yeah. and Carl just rolls his eyes. And I'm like, God damn. He's, he's carrying uh, his, his shit out for him. You remember? Yeah, we, I was going to get there. Oh, sorry. No, it's cool. Yeah, he's he, Stucky's got him fucking carrying his stuff out. Yeah, he's a bitch. Like he goes in there, he go he goes in there to grab Stucky and like get him out of there, like because he's robbing the place. Right. But when you cut back to him, Stucky's walking out, kind of talking to him, and the guy's carrying all his shit that he had with him, <laughs> like for him. That was, I mean, that just goes to show you that guy was not concerned at all. It's like, hey, bring all this out, bring all this shit out of here for me, like because he knows it's about to be fucked. Yeah, he he ain't worried about a goddamn bit. Wow. He, he brings yeah. the guy out and then uh, Carl's telling Spaulding, like, give me all the fucking money. And that's when he does the fuck your mama because he's got the gun pointed right in his face and he's counting down. And the scene works, like, really well, even though it's funny. Fuck the yeah, the music and the, like, the the cinematography and the the movement of the of the film itself, it just, I don't know, it, it creates an energy. That's when fucking Ravelli pops in. <laughs> This dude from the outside that that's got the psoriasis and the big crazy mask, yeah, bruh, he runs in. With, he's got an axe, right? He's got a fucking axe, and he's like, it's the shit that Spalding says even before that. He's yeah, like, bro, he's he like, tries to to he, get them out the yeah. door. He says, "How about you take some of this chicken yeah. back home to your mama?" So yeah. that I don't have to put my boot all up in your ass. He was trying to get him, get them out. Like, he's yeah. like, I don't want to fucking deal with this shit right well, now. Well, yeah. I, I'm, I, I mean, I'm not saying he's not a pragmatist. He runs and, a business. And then he's like, oh, fuck. You know, here we go. But once it came down to it. And once that dude said he don't yeah. like clowns. That oh, was yes, the, fa- that that's was when it. the whole tone and changed. His face. whole face changed. <laughs> yeah. So Ravelli fucking kills, uh, I think he kills Wick, who, by the way, um, the... Stucky's like, hey, I reckon this is what starts everything like really, really unwinding for him. He's like, I think I know you. You work at the hardware store, right? Wick? He's like, don't they sing a song about you? Fucking with him. Yeah, he's like, uh, yeah. it's a. Uh, I don't remember what he says, but li- I remember that Wick's like, stop it, I hate that song. He's like, <laughs> little dick Wick played with his prick. Don't yeah. the smell just make you Fuck, sick? Fucking with him. <laughs> oh, and the dude gets so mad. That's what, that's what crazy. But, yeah, so Ravelli pops in screaming and laughing because he loves that everything's fucked up. And Axe is the one guy. <laughs> Spalding immediately pulls out a fucking gun and shoots the other dude. He falls down. And that's when he walks up to him and... Most of all, fuck you! Goddamn motherfucker got blood all over my best clown suit! That That's the beginning of the fucking film. Fuck you too. Rob, and Rob. I will say it is one of the best intros to a horror movie I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, it's one of the fucking best in, in intros for sure. Yeah, no, I agree. No, that then, beginning and, is a ten out of fucking ten. And cue the awesome music while you see yes. the like opening credits. Oh fuck yeah! yeah. The music. Th- that's it's, another thing. The score in this movie is awesome. Yeah, I fucking it's, love it's really it. Awesome. The score. This opening shot. Ten out of ten. Mm-hmm. Fucking Rob Zombie kicks in. Um, he co-scored the movie, so there's some of his his brand of metal in here. The spook show metal. That fucking industrial spooky shit that's awesome. It's, yes. it's the fucking best. And at this point, after a cool music video-esque 
title yeah, sequence. Yeah, he has like some psychedelic shit. Oh fuck yeah, yeah. psychedelic I like, shit. I mean that. It's like stoner metal stuff. Yeah, and that. Um, I mean that's kind of. You're talking about like the psychedelic the, uh, frames yeah. and stuff. And he does and that throughout the film, and it's just oh like, when he uh, when he like uh, inverts colors. Right, he yeah, inverts well, the he colors just, like, and shows you yeah. this random. I mean, you know, like, like the, baby dancing and like four blocks and different colors, like all throughout the film. Yeah, there's a shit ton of interlude. It's because. This film is meant to be an homage to exploitation and grindhouse right. movies and right. early 70s horror, gritty. And all of those movies had weird shit in there like that, like psychedelic stuff. Right. Devil's yeah. Rejects, if you notice, he doesn't do it in this movie, which is odd. But in Devil's Rejects, some of the cutaways are like those classic like 70s films. Mm-hmm. So he, yeah, he, he pays homage to, you know, his, his inspirations. Um, the best is when it gets all BDSM and shit. Oh, yeah. That's the best. Really gets yeah, my way forward. What well, when he ties up the, the cheerleader? No, no, in the in the little interludes with all the BDSM leather and like yeah. like stockings and like it's lesbians like, yeah, and, t- and torture porn. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> but actual torture porn. Yeah. And yeah. actual porn as well. Yeah. yeah. Baby's fucking like fingering herself and making out with a skeleton. It, yeah, it's it, crazy. It, it's yeah. crazy. So anyway, we didn't even get to all that. Um, it's kind of hot, but, you know, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> not that part. It's revealed, uh, not revealed. Um, blah, blah, blah. We then meet our, our uh, teenagers who, you know, you would expect, okay, these are the people we're going to follow, and, and you kind of do, but Jerry and Bill and Mary and Denise, two oh. couples, and they're on, they're, on, they're on a road trip writing a book about offbeat roadside attractions. So when they see a billboard for Captain Spaulding's spot, and they need gas anyway, they pull the fuck over. Hardwick gets his wick hard, because he's like, oh shit, this place is totally worth writing about. Yeah. They get the fucking chicks up, and they all go inside, and they're going to fucking talk to Spaulding. And at first, he seems friendly, and then he kind of changes, and he's like, why are you asking so many jackassy questions? Yeah, yeah. scaring him. He gets, he gets Bill Hader, like, you know, no, oh shit, he looks like Bill Hader. Rain Wilson, bit, yeah. He gets Rain Wilson, uh, you know, on his heels, but he's just fucking around with the guy, and they want to know about is it is that where they hear about Doctor Satan? No, it's on the tour. Yeah, it's on the tour. They pay for a, uh, and I gotta say, uh, Captain Spaulding's gas station on the outside it looks really cool, and on the inside it is. It's a little museum of monsters and madmen and oddities, and it's awesome. Yeah, there's little. I, I, I would love to see that place if it was real. Like little mummified things, yeah. uh, statues and masks from other cultures, and all kinds of cool, weird shit. All that cool, like fantasy taxidermy shit, mm-hmm. like like the half monkey, half fish. That they were like, "Oh, it's a real mermaid." And people actually believe that stupid shit. Or, back in or the day. A, a jackalope, which is a, like a rabbit with yes. antlers. I love yeah. those things. I, that's that's something that I would love to start collecting. Is that old macabre taxidermy shit? Isaac, I just think it's so cool. Isaac Brock from Modest Mouse collects that stuff. And, I, I, and real old taxidermy itself. Just... I, it's something that I've, I've wanted to pursue for a long time. Just taxidermy in general. Start doing it. Cool. My dad does taxidermy. I know it's a lot yeah. of work and I'm lazy though. He does a little bit of it. He don't actually re-sculpt an animal. No. The neighbor does. Oh shit. I know it's yeah. a lot of work and I'm too lazy for that. So I think I'll just collect it instead. It's, yeah, it's tedious. It's very expensive. <laughs> Taxidermy is very expensive. Maybe, maybe one day. We'll see. <clears throat> so the kids... Give us money, audience, so I can start taxidermy, practicing taxidermy. Taxidermy, go fund me. 
Taxidermy Gopher. You should be making enough off the OnlyFans. Right? <laughs> Come on, guys. What the fuck? Check out my cropsy. Look for it forever, because <laughs> it's there. Keep looking. Hold your breath. Um. <clears throat> Don't mind. Freaks of nature? Well, then come on down to Captain Spaulding's Museum of Monsters and Mad Men. <laughs> yeah, see the alligator boy. Ride my famous murder ride. Most of all, don't forget to take home some of my tasty fried chicken. Ha <laughs> ha! It just tastes so damn good. Great, great. Come on, we paid for the tickets. Let's go, let's what? go, let's go. What tickets? This isn't everything. There is actually a murder ride. A murder ride? Yeah. I don't want to go on a murder ride. Yes, you do want to go on no. a murder ride. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, you are about to enter the world of darkness. A world where life and death are meaningless and pain is God. Woo! Hey, fella, let's go. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to have a good time. The kids purchased tickets to go on his murder ride. And uh, Ravelli is pushing the kids on this fucking roller coaster cart <laughs> through this very cheesy but very awesome Amazing. setup of uh, serial killers. You see Ed Gein, and he talk he talks about him too. Albert Fish. Albert Fish, and then he gets to the mate the made up one from um, yeah Lizzie Satan. Borden's there, the Deadwood Legend of yeah. Doctor Satan, who was uh, Q Quentin Quail no S Quentin Quail yes Quail. Who worked at an insane asylum, and he would do all these crazy experiments on the patients. The mental—it was a mental patient. Uh, yeah, insane asylum. Fuck it, whatever they called it, man. I don't know. An asylum. He was fucking people up, and he wanted to breed a race of supermen out of mentally challenged people. It's it. it this is again. This is yeah. your way out there, sort of. But it's the subplot of this movie, which right. you're you're led to believe is bullshit. Right. So. Uh, they 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 want to find out what the fuck's going on because Doctor Satan apparently was hung in this tree, the Devil's Tree, right? Is that what it was called? Yeah, something like that. And he mysteriously vanished. He's like a madman Mars, just getting hung and running away. <laughs> I laughed because I had the same thought. I was like, oh shit, madman Mars is Doctor Satan. <laughs> 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 um, He's just in that little in that little underground cavern, just going. <laughs> Working on people's brains. <laughs> Except this motherfucker. Oh, man. So the kids take off in search of the tree with their complimentary chicken in hand. And uh, this is when they come across the craziest motherfucker in this movie. This hitchhiker named Baby. This is Rob Zombie's wife. She's alluring, but she's also ditzy. Um, she's a child. She's a child. She's a child. She's basically a grown-up child that has murderous impulses and doesn't give a fuck about anything. And likes to fuck. Yeah. Fuck what, though? Skeletons. Skeletons. Whatever, yeah. Probably whatever. Yeah, she'd probably like to fuck a, a person person. But think about it. Person, she but... never does in any of the films. She wanted yeah. Dwight, though, but the mama like cock box. Yeah. Well, the mom wanted the f- Hardwick. Hold yeah. on, hold on, hold on. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. So she gets in the car with them, and she's kind of flirting it up a little a little bit. And immediately, these chicks, at, at first in the film, they, they were like kind of whatever. You know, they, right. weren't, they weren't really saying too much to have a char- enough character. 
But it's at this point that they, one of them in particular starts acting the bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She being the bitch. And um, they get a flat tire, right? That's what happens. Yeah, because someone shoots it. It. Oh, fuck. I forgot that. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? The the dude that's... Rufus. The dude that, that that's not important anymore, very much. Yeah. R- RJ, <laughs> right? RJ. Yeah, yeah. He, he fucking shoots it. And um, they... <laughs> Bill sounds like Morty a lot of times in this movie because he, uh, Bill is, um, Rain Wilson. He's talking to Harwick, who's his character's name is Jerry. Jesus Christ, Jerry. And I could just hear him. Jesus I, Christ, Jerry. Uh, you, you know, you, you forgot to put the fucking tire back in the, in the trunk. I thought like, the same dude. I was like, God damn it, Jerry. Because he forgot to put the tire in the trunk. And I was like, man, what's up with all the fucking Jerry's in the world, man? Too many Jerry's need to get their Jerry wipe. <laughs> <laughs> That's an old reference. Um, Damn. So Baby's like, oh, my house, my house right there. <laughs> and she laughs insanely all the time, by the way. Yeah. And not in a cheesy, stupid way. In a way that you're like, god damn, man, this bitch is fucking crazy. Yeah, it's her laugh is like nails on a chalkboard for me. Her and Bill head through the rain, and they go to her family's house, which is the same house featured in the 1982 film The Best Whorehouse in Texas. I believe that's the name of it. She goes inside with him right here. This is the part you said, fuck this, right? Yeah, I would have been there. All the fucking dolls? Yeah. 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 She, she, that's not my dolls, like, throughout her fucking lifetime. <laughs> on the fucking porch nailed to the goddamn wall. She's like, I like to rip their heads and arms off. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like yeah. okay, that's that's your cue, bro. So then I just turn stick around, them on the wall. Right. I told like, wow. turn around and leave. Angel, that's your cue. Angel knows when I would have left, but it ain't here yet. No. No, I, Yeah, I, you I, would know. You would have been totally fucked. You would have been totally fucked. I would have been too. I would have been. Too I would. I would. Once she got in the like, car, I'd be like, "Nah, you drop her off. We gone." Like, I pr- if I were I that guy, walking. if I were Dwight Schrute, I probably would have been like, <laughs> "I wonder if I can bang this weird chick." At this point, mm-hmm. so you know, that's well. That's I probably would have got got got. I to probably would have been the cunt in the back seat. <laughs> like, got got because your your stupid boyfriend yeah, <laughs> decided like to go in the fucking house. idiot trusting this fucking. So so Bill goes in the house with with baby and she makes him some hot cocoa with marshmallows. Those marshmallows look fucking tasty. I'm just saying I wanted the and he he says that. He's like, Oh, tasty. Yeah. Like a nerd. Yeah. And And she's she's just like Yeah. She does what she does. What she says. What? Say what she says, Angel. Which part? Say it. When he says the, the marshmallows are tasty. I was like, that's not the only thing that's tasty in this house. <laughs> yeah. She don't laugh. She fucking takes his marshmallows. Oh, and, and she sucks it all? Yeah. Yeah. Look, man. All right? So, so. <laughs> he says, look, man. All right? <laughs> so the rest of the, the, the other the other girl and the two girls, the girlfriends, and um, fucking Hardwick, he's asleep in the car. That's when Rufus shows up. He's got a tow truck. Oh, I yeah. fucking completely forgot that. Oh my god! I have a feeling because, and we talked about why this movie would be long for a ritual. Yeah, this is it. it, It's 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 a lot of details, and it's kind of a mess. Baby, it's kind of a fucking mess. It's chaos. Part part of the part of the whole let's walk to my house deal was baby said she had a brother who owned a tow truck. 
So Rufus shows up, and he's got like an animal skin wrapped around his head. Yeah. And he tows he tows the rest of the kids back to their the Firefly home. So they're they're all there, and that's when uh, Mama Firefly walks in. This 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 lady's got a boa on, a feather boa, and she's showing she's off her breasts. She is. And, she and creepy. Me fucking nuts. That's when she sits down and next to creepy, Jerry. Yeah. She wants Jerry. Yeah. She's, she's kind of trying to flirt with him, and he's fucking with her. She's telling him that, like, we love Halloween. We celebrate it here, and... I ain't never met a funny guy with glasses, she mm. said. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, no, that's what Baby said. Yeah, right? Baby said that? Yeah, Baby. She said something fucked up, too, then. I can't remember what it is. Everything she says is fucked up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Baby, why don't you go check on these gentle, these fine gentlemen's automobile? Yeah. <laughs> they make fun of them, kind of, for celebrating Halloween. And she's like, well, even though you think it's childish, you're all invited to celebrate and you're all invited to dinner. So they're going to fucking eat. I don't call- you are all invited to dinner. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't call it making fun because... That she one, was ready for that shit. That one girl straight up says, no, we're too fucking old. Yeah. Or some shit like that. And like, that's she looked damn. at her sideways at that point. She's like, oh, you fucking bitch. And that's not even the one that was being a cunt before. No. Nope. This is, this, her the cunt is rubbing off on the Bitchy girls, dude. Like, dude, they are. Damn. Even though they're completely right the entire they're, time. They're the only smart ones. <laughs> it's just not to want to deal with it's any true. Of these people. It's true. It's <laughs> true. It's true. It doesn't matter. It, they could be, and they are. They're cunty. Hey, it's the sassy but they're bitch. Smart. It's the same sassy bitch the whole time. The other one's nervous. It's her because she says just too fucking old. It's the same one that's been bitching the whole time. I thought it was the other one at this point. No, it's not. No, okay. Because the other one, the redhead or whatever color her hair is, she's always um, trying to be like, no, like I think he means like she's nervous. She's nervous. Okay, yeah, yeah. The the bitchier one is the shorter one. Yeah, the brunette. the one that ends up the one that ends up in the uh, little doll dress type yes. of shit. Yeah, yeah. They're saying yeah. They get the kids get told that I hated her till they showed her in that scene. I was like, okay. <laughs> my in my sick mind, that's kind of hot. Oh Lord, have it. mercy. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, in 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 the uh... stop. <laughs> Tell the audience what that is. It's his fucking toenails. <laughs> Um. (laughs) (laughs) Your toenails make noises like that. (laughs) Come to my rabbit hutch. Oh God! God. Yeah, Yeah. love that. She's so crazy. I love her, and I hate her. The the kids the kids get told that their car is going to be ready in a few hours. So the the bitchy girls are like, well, what about what about your brother Tiny? Because they mentioned Tiny. Can't he drive us? And they all laugh. And <gasps> that's when the mom's like, he don't have a car. Tiny he don't, even... don't have a car. He don't even have a bicycle. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking awesome. And they go to dinner. This is, and I think I, I'm I'm gonna lose it a little bit here. But at certain points, you get shown. You hear this on the radio. Okay. Fuck, we are forgetting stuff because at the gas station. One of the girls called call, call her dad. You're gonna have to convince it a little bit though, because there's so much material in this freaking movie. I know, I know, but I'm just trying to, because that's a key point Stay later. Because he goes looking, line. he goes looking for her because she called him. Right. She right. she told her dad where they were at that gas station, and that she'd be home near Rugsville. Yeah. and and so right. he's like, okay, cool, and so 
It was mentioned on the news. Yeah, that's what I was yeah. saying. That on the news they were talking about this uh, gang of cheerleaders that had been going missing. Right, right. And you see in these intercut scenes, I don't remember exactly where they're littered in at, so correct me if I'm wrong, but I know around here you get your first glimpse of Otis. Right. And this is played by Bill Mosley to perfection. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, just just like Spalding and Baby. I mean, that's why they're the, I think, the trio of fucking right. awesomeness here. Otis is like this philosophical, ranting madman. And a lot of the excerpts, a lot of the, the ranting of the Firefly family came or were inspired by some of the recorded rantings and ravings of Charles Manson. That makes sense. Yeah. Because it's almost like you get what Otis is saying when he talks about like the fucking right. dying crustaceans on the surface and all yeah, kinds totally. of shit. But at the same time, it's like, dude, you are... A lunatic anyway. He's yelling at these the, these tied up cheerleaders, explaining that he's got a mental block and he, he can't break through and he's My going... My brain yeah, is dry, frozen! A dry spell. Yeah, yeah. Stuck in place! Yeah. <laughs> he's had a dry spell in he's his work. a dry spell. Fuck man, when he when he's on fire, I'd hate to see what he. Oh wait, we will see what he does. Um, they're having dinner, and this is when Tiny shows up. This is Matthew McGrory, R.I.P. He's dressed yeah. he's dressed in like a sweater, and he's got this crazy leather face looking mask on, and he is a very huge, very oddly shaped individual. That when he enters the dining room, all the kids fucking look. And they're like, holy fucking shit. That's not the part where he has on that shirt that says... No, uh, no, 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 no. Halloween no, no, that's coming. No, no, no. Cheap-ass okay. Halloween yeah, costume. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best. So he comes and he, he makes his... He shambles over and he makes his way and he sits down at the table. And right away, Mother Firefly comes in and writes on a notepad, get Grandpa, so he gets his fucking shambly ass <laughs> back up and another, shambles on. Another chainsaw reference. Yeah, get grandpa. And then she says, she's like, I'm sorry, you have to forgive Tiny. He's hard to hear. And then she explains why. Why? Oh, y'all remember that shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because he had his fucking ears melted off by fucking flames. His entire body was burned. Yeah. By his fucking dad. And she's like, I don't think he meant to do it. Like, and like, it shows him he totally meant to do it. She, she said, <laughs> the whole thing starts, I want everyone to get this image. So they're all sitting around the table. There's candles every fucking where. Yeah. There are so many candles on this table. And she's telling this story about her husband, Earl. And, which I don't understand, his name is Earl, but Rufus is RJ. I don't get that. Why? Because RJ is a junior. Rufus Jr. Yeah. Maybe his name is Earl Rufus or Rufus Earl. Fuck it. Fuck it, movie. Fuck it. Fuck um, it. Yeah. She, she begins telling the story. And you see her talking about it. She's like, now Earl wasn't a bad man. And then you get to the flashback, and she's like, but one day he just up and went devil on us. He lit the basement on fire, and Tiny was in there. And you see the footage, and Earl is like wearing this gas mask getup with with goggles on. His skin is all bulbous and crazy. Earl is the dude. At the end. I never caught that fucking reference. Yeah. God damn. I never caught that shit. He the daddy downstairs. He the daddy. Yeah. Upstairs, the daddy Rufus. Who's your daddy? We're going to get to that too. <laughs> Who's your daddy? Tiny goes and he gets Grandpa Hugo. This is this is the fucking old man's name. I don't know whose daddy is or what. We just established we don't know what the fuck Earl is or anything else like that. Yeah. So, um, they're, they're all having dinner and 
they get to this certain part in in the whole spiel where they have to put on masks for dessert. Right, because Hugo's like, put it on or she won't let us touch dessert. Yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> He's so mad and ready. He's super pissed. And then, <laughs> then Otis comes in. And he's carrying a, a fucking, fucking jar, jar with a fetus in it. Yeah. And Mama Firefly is like, Leroy, you brought Leroy. So this is such a special night or something along those Yeah, lines. she gets up and she looks creepy with that mask she on. She kisses it. There's she a Twilight kisses. Zone look of, of it to this one episode yeah. um, where people all get... Um, they all look fucked up like that, and they do surgery on this one lady to make her try to look like them, but she right. looks normal at the end. she's considered ugly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I forget they that all they, have weird-ass faces. They look like her saying to Otis, like, you, you've decided to come down and join us. Like, it's some special thing that this motherfucker leaves his room, hence his albino-ness that we see later. And he decided to bring the baby. He brought Leroy, man. She's kissing. Baby. You said that? She's kissing that jar. And they want to hear about, the kids want to hear more about Dr. Satan. Because Baby said that the devil's tree wasn't far from their house. Yeah. And Otis is like, hi, you wouldn't understand this shit. And Hugo's like, he wants to know. Enlighten him. Cosmically enlighten this motherfucker. And Otis basically says he could. Because he's like, I bet I could tell you to shove your head fire if you... Uh, if you believed you'd see hell. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. I'm Meanwhile, you've got a demon poking out of your ass, and he's saying, holy moly, I got me a live one. The whole family joins in on that. Yeah. That, to me, is like a signal that never gets discussed, but right. I think that's a signal like, we're going to have some fun It's tonight. time with these. Yeah, yeah, it's time. Yeah, that was, I think, I think the same thing. I think that was the moment where they decided this is what's happening. Mm-hmm. You know? So, out of fucking nowhere, something something happens. Something goes off or something happens. And Hugo jumps up and he's like, It's showtime! With a mouthful of mashed potatoes. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> as soon as something happens, he stops. He's like, we can't, we're not eating anymore. No. Like, it's time to start the show. And now we begin yeah. the psychedelic stand-up comedy oh. stylings of Grandpa Hugo Firefly the best. where he's catching his own screams and yelling about eating your mom's pussy and and don't wake up grandma and Chris Hardwick is loving Dying every second of it. Starts licking and chomping on her pussy, and she's screaming and yelling, and she just ah! Now the battle axe holds out the crash my balls. Ah! You be quiet. You're gonna wake up, Grandma. He's, he's standing, applauding, saying bravo. Dude, you gotta put some of those yells and feedback and oh, shit yeah. right here. That's the best. And, and the thing that's coming up next, too. And, yeah, well, then what happens next is Hugo introduces Baby, who was gearing up earlier. you got to put the music from that, too. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a beat. Oh, you want the, the audio from it, you mean? Yeah. Oh. Baby, you damn right. 
kidding me. Yeah. She's 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 gearing up in her room, uh, putting her makeup on, and she's got some tied up cheerleaders to hell. Fuck it, why Listening not? Listening to fucking the fucking Ramones. Yeah. Singing about sniffing glue and shit. <laughs> All the kids want time to do. All I want is a sniff time glue. Yeah. <laughs> That's that fucking seventies punk rock, baby. New York City style. Oh, yeah. Dude, all well, most of the cheerleaders are in there at that point. Well, I'm saying everyone's got some in, in 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 different rooms. Otis has some in his room. He's got some in a cage in but the fucking pile, basement. There's a pile of them dead in her fucking room. Yeah, yeah. She's yelling at one of them, who's like, "What's that spell? What's that spell?" She's like, baby. <laughs> and laying next to her while the Ramones cranks up is a dead cheerleader. That image. It looks like you're looking at an autopsy documentary footage. Yeah. It, it, look, it looks fucking cool, man. Like, really crazy. So... Anyway. <laughs> baby, baby it, back to the uh, the entertainment of the evening. Right. Mother Firefly gets on a spotlight, and a song by Betty Boop kicks in. And Baby, you know, she comes strutting out, strutting her stuff on stage in a glittery gown, kind of geisha-looking makeup. Geisha, yeah. Um... And she's again flirtatious as fuck with the guys. My wife, my wife threatened to uh, recreate <laughs> this for me, and yeah, <laughs> she thinks she thinks she thinks I won't like it. She wants to do it to annoy me, so you know. You told her to do it. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'll discourage it and see what happens. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you better not. You better not dress up like not that, that and dance around teeth. <laughs> you Come better on, not go. <laughs> You better not boop boop doo. <laughs> so while baby's uh, performing as Betty Boop, she sits on Bill's lap, and yeah. this pisses off. I don't know if it's Denise or it, the brunette. It, it doesn't matter. The Sorry, I, yeah. I, I, well, yeah. She gets up and she's like, "Get the fuck off of him, you slut!" And all kind like. Cursing her down. She gets kind of. She gets kind of street. I'm not gonna lie. She gets kind of street on her. Oh yeah. I am. Baby pulls out the fucking switchblade, son. She said, "Fuck you." I'll cut your tits off and shove them down your goddamn throat. Mm-hmm. That's when the real baby comes out in front of them. Yeah. Mother Firefly has to calm her down. Rufus barges in. And he's like, "Your car's ready." And so the kids all take <laughs> off. They're getting the fuck out of there. Yeah. And while they make their way out of there, they gotta go open the gate. So we gotta stop the car. When they stop the car, all the scarecrows lining the driveway start coming alive, jumping down off their fucking crosses. Yeah, <laughs> the law has been resurrected, and they they attack Bill. They attack Jerry. Uh, the, it turns out it's Tiny and Otis. They were right. they had like a, a, a pumpkin head on one of them, and so they they, they were disguised. <clears throat> the kids are now kidnapped. They are officially victims of the Firefly family, the Firefly clan. The chick's name is Denise. She's the brunette. Mary is the blonde. Okay. So the next day, this is Halloween. Okay? So Halloween movie, motherfuckers. No more days till Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> Tom motherfucking Atkins. Hell yeah, boy. Is the next day you get... Um, Not in my bar, motherfucker. Denise, Denise wakes up... Uh, what is what is she dressed up in? She's got like doll makeup and like a little doll dress with like some knee high white socks and shoes and she's and she, she's yeah. tied up to Tiny's bed. Right, right. And it's hot. 
that's when Tiny comes down, babe. And What's he tries it? to give her some cereal. Oh. <laughs> oh, and the way he eats cereal. The way he eats his that's, cereal. That's the best part of the day. Out of a fucking dog bowl. But it's the way he does it. Yeah, bro. And he's holding the dog bowl like Ricky from Trailer the... Park Boys. <laughs> you hear the slurps. He just shows. I love how he like offers her some too. He's just like the name and the name of the, the name of the cereal was Agatha Krispies, like Agatha Krispie. That's the best. Yeah. So yeah, he's <laughs> shoveling fucking cereal in his face, and she begs to be let go, which and Tiny does. He, Tiny's he, a cool guy, bro. He releases I her. <laughs> he waves by and sends her on her way. Yeah, he just waves. Otis pops up and throws her ass in the fucking. The, the, the kennel of, of other cheer, cheerleaders. And they just attack her. Yeah. What the fuck? Uh, they are hungry, I assume. Yeah, that's what I thought too. But she don't she didn't get eaten, so that's what I'm saying. Like what or or maybe those are like some victims from downstairs that have been know. like fucked in the head to where they just do what oh, he brainwashed what he him. wants. Like you brainwashed him. Could be surgery, yeah. whatever. Because they they do look bald if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they all fucked up. They're all I don't remember up. I don't remember that, yeah. but I remember mm-hmm. I mean she doesn't get eaten. No, she don't because so she shows not up like later. a blood sucking freaks type of situation. No. Um Jerry wakes up and he's fucking uh let's see wait, wait who wakes up with Otis? Is it Mary? No, no, it's her. Denise. It's Denise. After he catches her. Yeah. Oh, later she wakes up. Right. Yeah. Okay, Jerry wakes up and baby's got a hold of him. That's right. She goes up to him and she's like, uh, you're going to guess my favorite movie star. If you get it right, I'm going to let you go. And if you don't, you're fucked. Yeah. She kind of hits him on the shoulder. She's so fucking mean, dude. He's like, Marilyn Monroe. She thinks about it. And she's like, nah, Betty Davis. <laughs> and then scalps him. <laughs> you then get a fun little montage of Otis and Baby in a fucking tool shed, groovy, when they fucking got Jerry tied up. And no, 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 it's Bill, right? No. Yeah, it's Bill. I'm fucking this up. No, it's Bill. Yeah, I'm fucking this up because it gets it gets revealed to Denise, who wakes up now in Otis's room, or she's just yeah. in it or whatever, that Bill has been mutilated and turned into fish boy. Yep, so he is I- now morbid toxidermy. Yeah. Toxidermy. He's toxic. Yeah, he's fucking half man, half fish. His body is sculpted into a fish body mold. The upper half of his body is still human except for one arm is all fish bony looking. It looks amazing. Yeah. Dwight Schrute as a fish man. Yeah. Literally. He's a majestic uh, creature. Mm-hmm. Otis is happy because he's like, she's like, where's Bill? And he's like, oh, Bill's a good guy. Yeah, Bill's been a real blessing been a real inspiration or something yeah yep he, it worked he went back to work man he did that quick right that was one like less than a day right he, he they and then you get the baby and otis montage in the in the tool shed of them cutting bill up chopping it up with an axe a lot of this footage was cut there was a right. lot more of bill getting mutilated but i don't know i and i've never seen it so i don't know even if it's have you seen the director's cut i don't know I don't know either. I, I, need, I need to look not. for it. I had the DVD way back in the day, and I feel like I would have sought out a director's cut if there was one, but I don't remember. Don't can't can't be certain. From what I heard about, there was a lot of footage of baby with the uh, necrophilia that got removed as well. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it was more graphic, and I was like, huh. 
Yeah, zombie Rob Zombie filmed a lot of that in his basement after they were even done shooting. He's like, I just want to film this shit. Right. <laughs> That's really what it was. And he just put some, he just like, fuck it. I know it ain't going to make it. So at this point, when Denise isn't coming home, her dad, uh, Don, he calls the police. You get this cool hippie looking sheriff. Uh, and he, he sends two of his deputies, George Wydell and Steve Nash, to go ahead and uh, question the, the gas station owner. From where his daughter called. And that's Captain Spaulding. You get these two cops coming in here, man. And they are not fucking around. Nope. They, they don't fuck around with Spaulding. They're like, you know, the Goggins especially is like, you, yeah. tell us what you know, clown. He, he's all pissed off. And Spaulding's wearing like a, like a, it's got a pig on it with a cop hat. I don't, yeah, they I could, said pigs, pigs is beautiful. Yeah. Oh my God. While the cops are in there. <laughs> and at first he's talking shit because they're ringing the bell and it don't show up right away. So they keep ringing it. He's like, Whoever's out there jacking off on my bell better be gone before I get out there and put my foot up your ass. And he sees him and he's like, oh, hello, officer. Yeah. <laughs> he's got his pigs, this beautiful shirt. It's, it's brilliant. I love it. And he, tell, he tells him what's up, though, after after uh, George Wydell gets serious with him because he grabs him by the fucking hot dog shirt. I think it's still a hot dog shirt now. Right? No, it's the pigs, this beautiful shirt. I keep fucking shirt, everything yeah. up. He's like, I don't nothing. Yeah. He tells him that the kids passed through. He gave him a map to the, the tree, and he's like, they probably got their sales turned around ass backwards and lost. Yeah. And so the cops have a lead. They're going to go and search out that area. They eventually come across the Firefly house. Um, well, they pick up Don first, yeah. the, the father. He used to be a cop, so he comes along with them. Cause they, 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 they eventually find the kid's car in the area. This is what leads them to the Firefly house. And in the trunk is one of the missing cheerleaders. Yeah. And they're like, holy fuckballs. Not looking good. Right. And that's when the sheriff has the dad go with him, which I think is not protocol. The guy's an ex-cop. Right. So I'm not really sure you should have him going along for questioning witnesses. I don't know how that works. When they get there, they start snooping around, right? Uh, it's it's um, Don and Walter Goggins. I don't remember his cop name. They're snooping around and... Uh, Wydell goes and he knocks on the door right Mother Firefly she answers and she's you know kind of being Reluctant. yeah like I'm not really wanting you to talk to you and I don't want you to come to my house but then she lets him anyway yeah when he insists and he he a big tall bald man but fuck him cause it's what Goggins and Don find mm-hmm. they come across this barn and open it up and this is where the, the the movie... Before we get there... Okay. They come across a dog. Oh, yeah? And it barks at Goggins, and he's like, oh, shit! And he pulls his gun up, and Don's like... He, he had been a hard-ass up until this point, too. And Don's like, settle down, Barney! Yeah. And Goggins is like, don't give me that Mayberry shit! <laughs> no one, no one is gonna know what that's a reference to. <laughs> I don't care, I love it. <laughs> Guys... Gals, you just got a Barney Pfeiffer reference. That's uh, the Andy Griffith show. Hell yeah! Go back in time, way <laughs> back in time. <laughs> We're almost catching up to that as a hundred year era. That's amazing. It's wow. it's crazy. Um, yeah, the joke is Barney Fife was only allowed to have one bullet, and he had to keep it in his pocket. 
because he drew up too easy. He was a trick. Fucking chicken. He was he was a, a, a clumsy man who you should not have trusted with a gun. No, and Walter Goggins had been a hard ass this whole time, but it's right away his fucking tuck tail, roof roof, or her, and he's suddenly a bitch. When they open this barn, the movie just comes to a really slow crawl, and there's this beautiful country song playing. Mm-hmm. And inside the barn are these tied up, mutilated teenagers. Some yeah. of some of them are the, uh, the the more cheerleaders, but there's also Marion there who starts whipping around frantically. But all but it's in slow motion, so it's slow motion frantics. Right. And Don takes off running, and Otis shoots him in the back. Otis comes out looking like and, a fucking albino mess. And, and the way he falls in that dirty ass mud water, bro, it just it upsets me. And he has like while he's getting shot, he has flashbacks of Christmas time with his family. Yeah, dude, it's and the song is is so like the lyrics are somber and uh, and about remembering things. It's like it's fucked. It's kind of fucked up. It's really it's, fucked yeah, up. Yeah, it's really fucked up. And he just falls down face first in that dirty ass water, and it just makes me sad. And you have this lecherous golem with with crazy sideburns and long hair and a straw a cowboy hat. Scratching his stomach while he walks up to Goggins with the gun, like he, he looks cool as fuck. Bro. He does, but he don't give a fuck about what's going on. To no. him, this ain't nut. This is another thing. Yeah. Otis, Otis makes this man kneel down and wait. And in 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 what is one of the like the most tension filled shots in the world. You just the song ends and then you wait. And the whole time you're like, oh my fucking God, while the gun is to this dude's head in a fucking faraway crane shot. And the angels ask me to recall the thrill of them all. Then I will tell them I remember. Tell them I It finally goes off. You scared me, bro. I think this scene rivals the 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 intro to the film. I think this is like a like a great. This is another high point. Cinematic. Yeah, yeah, very cinematic exactly. presentation. That this whole movie is very cinematic. No, it's it's great, but but just as a standalone, like it could be a standalone thing you just see and you'd be like, whoa, what the hell was that? Like that could be the music yeah. video for that country song. Totally, <laughs> totally, very cosmic country song. Music video. While all this chaos was ensuing, though, in the slow motion chaos, um, Goggins was attempting to reach Wydell by walkie-talkie. Mother Firefly just shoots yeah. point up, uh, straight up, point blank, in the Pai head. Payal comes up. So now you've got two dead cops, a bunch of dead teenagers. Um, the kill count is just going crazy at this point. And guess how much they care. Bro, they don't give no fuck. And this is where this is where they really celebrate Halloween in their way. They fucking and and Otis is revealed to be a diva because he has more costume changes than Elton John coming up here. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> um, you you he he takes he takes Denise's dad and skins this guy the whole upper body and and face that we see we see that. Mm-hmm. And 
the family's downstairs. They have Jerry and Denise tied up as uh and and Mary tied up and dressed as rabbits. Yep. And you get this shot of Otis. It's like a cutaway interlude, like Angel was saying earlier. He's saying, uh, "Hunting humans? Oh, that ain't nothing but nothing." They all run like scared little rabbits. Run, rabbit, run! Run, rabbit, run! It's the best. Then, dude, the way his like run, lip rabbit. curls up when he says it, mm-hmm. dude, he looks kind of like it. Kind of reminds me of a uh, Billy Idol, like the way Billy Idol sings. Mm. Like he kind of mm-hmm. does his lip like that. When the midnight hour. That's you some know? old school Elvis shit too. Yeah, that too. <laughs> Otis comes down, and this is the, I'm the one who brings the devil's brandy. Who's your daddy? <laughs> I'm the one who brings the Christmas candy. Who's your daddy? And I'm the one who, uh, what he says, beats you when you're bad. Yep, who's your daddy? And I'm the one who loves you when you're fucking dead. <laughs> and, and, and he's got he's got the he's got uh, Denise's dad's face on his face, and he starts tonguing through the guy's mouth. Licking his own daughter and or licking the dead, it, dude. It's fucked. It's, it's fucked up, man. Yeah. It's fucked up. I never hear people talk about this scene, but when you think about what it is, it's fucked. It's fucked up. Yeah. The whole family's loving it. They're all there. They're oh, and when Otis is coming down the stairs, his biggest fan in the in the room is is RJ Rufus because he's just the whole time. Otis, Otis, yeah, Otis, yeah. the only one, the the one man crowd. Bro. <laughs> I forgot about that. Fucking getting it going, son. Oh, he was excited, bro. <laughs> we then get another costume change as the the remaining teams are led outside to a graveyard, and this shit looks so fucking cool, and man. The fucking music. The music sets up the scene. The atmosphere is there. It's a foggy, makeshift, shitty looking, awesome graveyard. Otis is wearing this, he's decked out in this crazy red robe, face paint, like like black and white face paint. It just looks fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, they're all wearing like Halloween costumes, because Baby's dressed as uh, like... Like a, Baby a, and Mother Firefly are like wearing these like white gowns with like these flowing gowns. sleeves and stuff. Yeah, they're right. like... Like some witchy shit. Or Maidens. I was thinking Maidens because of the little rhyme, rhyme she tells, and this ties into the... Yeah, which maiden? Which maiden? That'd be a dope, dope band name. Anyway, they're uh, they're they're decked out in that, and Rufus is wearing one of the dead cops' shirts. <laughs> right? It don't fit him barely. Right? He's too big. He's too fucking big. He's a big old. He's a big muscle dummy. Yeah. <laughs> they bring the kids out to this graveyard, and they they put well. Mary tries to run away, and that's when Otis dispatches Baby. And this is fucked up for Mary because this is the best. you get this weird, trippy scene where Mary's all alone in the graveyard and can't figure out what to do. No, and baby, because she's is like a rabbit, scared, a scared little rabbit, scared dumb animal, Just can't figure out what to do to survive. You don't know what them tiny points are up there. That's it. And baby, she's reciting this baby poem knows. about rabbits. Baby and knows what to do, bro. She makes it fucking creepy. Yeah, bro. In between, like, it's it's the vo- vocal effects and everything else. And she finally fucking jumps on the bitch and starts stabbing her over and over, laughing. Then finishes the poem and licks Mary's blood off of her knife. I'm like, God damn, dude. Yeah. So Jerry and Denise get put in a coffin. Well, Rufus throws Jerry into it. Um... <laughs> 
Dude, he picks him up over his fucking head to throw him in there, too. Another Madman Marvel that reference, dude is, fucking. Right? I didn't make that connection. <laughs> if that only dude, he'd have broke his back first. Dude, that dude is strong, bro. Just way up here. Mm-hmm. I gotta adjust myself again. You good? I, I sink, I slowly sink lower and lower as I sit, and then my shirt gets drug way up here, and then my, uh, my soft underbelly is exposed, and when it's exposed, <laughs> I feel vulnerable, because that's not how you, how it goes in nature. <laughs> you want to protect that underbelly. That's where all your organs is. Yeah. You know. It's essential. Yeah, it's essential, uh... It's cosmic. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> So Jerry and Denise get lowered into this grave. They're in a they're in a coffin. They're screaming, and my favorite part of the whole movie would, would they put the cassette tape? Just this in general. Just from the moment they walk out into this this scene mm-hmm. from outside. Yeah, we're we're at the build up to the climax here, um, and it starts off with them getting lowered in. Otis lowers a cassette tape, and you know this is where the movie really starts to get supernatural. Supernatural? Sure. At least at least to a degree for me. Oh, yeah. Really? You know, suddenly they there's... They them down into the thing and then... There's this, there's this witchy, like, ritual the... and yeah. all this crazy futuristic sci-fi looking yeah. shit. There's literally a, a magic spell being recited on a cassette tape. Yeah, that's what... Otis lowers this yeah. cassette player down into the grave with the kids... And it's this really fucked up, distorted voice saying... Uh, it's the actual voice of Aleister Crowley, I believe, saying, Bury me in a nameless grave. And it's not the whole poem, but... Um, Bury me in a nameless grave. I came from God the world to save. That's what it says over and over again. All distorted and warped. The, uh, the full poem continues as I brought them wisdom from above, worship and liberty and love. They slew me for I did disparage, therefore religion, law, and marriage. So be my grave without a name, that earth may swallow up my shame. Booyah. And yeah, this fucking brings up the spicy mud zombies. I don't know what to call them. They just come out they're and they're great. fucked up looking and they bust his coffin. They drag Jerry away and then Denise is like wondering these, like I said at the beginning, this, these caverns below the house and this is where all the fucking corpses are. She encounters another person in a bunny suit like her, an old man who she mistakes for Jerry at first and this guy and another fuck up come along and they rip her bunny costume off so she's back in her little doll outfit yeah she is she makes her way through all the fucking corpses that are just lined up in oh. rows looking oh. looking like they're all mummified and spider webs and shit i gotta say one th- that one thing about this scene before this here the lowering of them in the casket mm-hmm. and just the imagery of those faces coming out of the mud mm-hmm. is Probably the last time that a movie has disturbed me with imagery. Hmm. Yeah, just, I did not like that at all. That that gave me the heebie-jeebies, for real. And that was, like, back in high school. Damn. Yeah. 
But I was also really fucking high. Like, I was too high the first time I watched this, and I did not grasp what I was seeing exactly. No, I'm, feel, I'm feeling bad that it's been that long since you've had the heebie-jeebies. Yeah, oh yeah, it's been a long time. But, like, I was too high, so I didn't fucking get what I was... I didn't know what I was getting into going into it, and I did not connect many of the dots while I was watching it because I wasn't at a very functioning level. Yeah. So the first time I watched this movie, I ate a whole pint of Blue Bunny Rocky Road or, or Rabbit Trail, whatever it's called. Yeah. And my mind was overstimulated with sugar and crazy horror movie. The first fucking time that shit. I watched this, I ate a whole DiGiorno pizza because I'm fucking awesome. Nice. That's awesome. Hell yeah. yeah. I ate a whole fucking pizza. <laughs> I used to do yeah. that all the time, man. You get a you get a great image here, and this is one of my favorite shots in the whole movie. The chandelier. Denise makes her way to this door and opens it up and walks beneath a chandelier made of bones. And it's just the way it's shot. It, it looks like a cathedral. Yes. Yeah, it, it's shot amazing. Shot from, from low. Yeah, from behind. So you've got it. the double whammy of like the the size of the room, the, sh- the cathedral-like fucking chandelier of bone, the skulls lining the fucking door frames, her legs... Yeah, it's a great shot. Very Texas Chainsaw Massacre in a way. Mm-hmm. You know, the shot where she's walking up to the house and it's like, damn respect. It's just yeah. like it's just like Hansel and Gretel. I've never seen it. Well, just the story itself. It's it's the old fairy tale of going somewhere you're not supposed to go. That's Hansel and Gretel. That's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That's okay. House of a Thousand Corpses. In every movie or in the original story, even you, oh you don't. Oh, okay. I'll, okay. Well, for anyone who doesn't get it, <laughs> in Hansel and Gretel, the the kids go snooping around in the woods and come across a witch's house who, you know, on the sly wants to cook them and eat them. So she's fattening them up with candy. Hell yeah, she is. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. These kids stumble upon a house and keep going in there, breaking and entering and causing Leatherface to have to defend himself. So that was all justified to me. Fuck yeah, it was. And this movie, these kids, well, going they, around in someone's house in Texas, you crazy? You crazy? Come on, cuz. Shit, come to my house, see what happens. Come on, cuz. They won't make a horror movie about that, cuz. It'd be worse than that movie. So she gets let into, finally, this is the big reveal. This is what Otis was talking about earlier when he was like, it's right when he was lowering them into the grave, I think. Or or it was in the house, but he tells them, uh, you, you were looking, looking for the boogeyman, and you found him. Yeah, that, that that's, part. That's the best. She walks in. She gets led into and this what is, room what by... what does it say about tell me what you see or some shit? Do you like what you see? No, that's not right here. That's before. Never mind. I'm tripping. I don't remember. That's when he's talking to the cheerleaders. Mm. Mm. He's all freaking out and he's doing his thing. And he's like, yeah. I show you the ugly underbelly of the beast. Oh, yeah. Do yeah. you like what you see? That's right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, never mind. I'm tripping. I'll say this, along with the imagery, the sound of that bury me in a nameless grave. Yeah. Dude, I did not like that. No, it's very fucking creepy. It sounds like something from hell. Fuck yeah, man. Like someone went to hell and recorded that in a dark hallway in hell somewhere. It's the best. And that was the thing echoing from the room where the door is outlined by a flickering light and you're like, "Mm mm-mm. Yeah. I'm not going in that that room over there. Not going down that road. Not going down that road, boy. That's the road to Dr. Satan. That's the road to... That's the road to Dr. Satan, cuz. That's the road to (laughs) the House of a Thousand Corpses over there. They got a thousand of them, man. Judd needs to start singing cuz all the time. Come on, (laughs) cuz. Don't bury that baby in there. 
Oh. Okay. <laughs> um, Denise is let into Dr. Satan's laboratory by Discount Earl because he looks kind of like him, but it ain't him. And you see all these weird fucking circus freak people. I'm sorry if they really look like that, but they look like it. And I'm, what do you want me to say? And they're all in like hospital gowns and they're eating weird bananas and they're watching TV. I don't know what the fuck's going on, but oh, yeah. then you see Jerry. And his head is fucking, the skin is flayed open, his brain's exposed, he's coughing up blood, and this, another golem. Here we go. Of this freaky ass. Futuristic look. fucking cyborg goddamn dude. He, he looks like, he looks like a, like a, like an old me- mecha marionette. He's being, it's like he's got these, these metal contraptions holding his arms up while he's operating and performing surgery, and he's speaking. He's like, oh, is he a fucking yeah. Like some language that don't even exist. <coughs> yeah, he's too cosmic, bro. Denise is uh, starstruck because she finally gets to see the good doctor. She's like, oh my god, Dr. Satan! And then Earl pops in. The real fucking danger here because because Spider attached to the ceiling man ain't gonna do nothing. He's he's got like all the things hanging from the ceiling. I don't know. It's like a web. I don't know what's going on with Doctor Satan, man. It's oh, just fucking awesome. Yeah, he. It's like a frame. It's, it's a it's, mystery. It's, yeah. Ooh. It's like a frame. It's like this fucking robotic frame, and there's like like a syringe on one of the one of the arms of the frame, and like different like surgical tools. It mm-hmm. looks like he's so he's all fucked up and old and and decrepit as fuck. So he needs this, he needs this to fucking continue his work, to create a race of superhumans, of evil! Evil! <laughs> Earl pops in, looking, oh. looking fucked up. Earl is amazing. Spitting up that green junk. Well, hold on, <laughs> hold on, hold on. Oh, God, hold on. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. So he, he gives, he, yeah, he gets chased to, to the knees. cropsy mouth. <laughs> oh shit! He gets, we'll get there. We'll get there. We're gonna get there right now. He gives chase to Denise, and it's just a little brief thing that they they run through. And at the same time, Otis and the Firefly family are setting fire to this amazing skeleton bone skull sigil yeah, thing maybe. out in the middle of a field, and it's the best. It's a pyre for them to burn Mary's corpse as well. Awesome! Fucking yeah, burn walking, it all to the fucking ground. They're they're walking to the pyre, and uh, baby's actually like tossing flowers, like it's a fucking like <laughs> parade celebration wedding thing. It's awesome. It's the best. And um, Earl Earl's dumb. He's really fucking stupid and clumsy. Yeah. And, yeah. You, another amazing shot. Uh, Denise comes to a dead end, and he's sneaking up behind her, and you get her her half of her face in frame in the forefront. And in the background, there's like a faded out Earl, or yeah. and then he comes into focus too, right? There's a dual focus going on, right? From what I remember, or the way it looks to me, he swings at her. There's she, a lot of really cool shots from behind his goggles. Too. Oh no, no, no! Yeah, she, yeah. Well, yeah. you get the double vision. It's fucking foreigner up in here yeah. with, with Earl's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> it, it looks like the sphere from with, with the the what you call them the Sentinel spheres. The Sentinel spheres. From from Phantasm Vision, right, right, and um, she turns around. He didn't swing yet. She turns around and sees his ass sneaking up. And I told Angel while we were watching. I said, I said, look, watch. He's about to show her what he does with his mouth. 
this motherfucker pulls his gas mask out of his mouth or and whatever. It's got the... like a it's got like a tube that goes down his throat. Yeah, yeah. It's he... like some kind of breathing apparatus. Breathing and nourishment, I'm sure. Because yeah. his mouth, like Ricky said, is if you know what a cropsy, the gaping asshole, it looks like a big <laughs> prolapse cropsy. Damn, and, and then it just the 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 vile and the muck and the green pus slime just comes out of it. Like the worst fucking pimple popping internet video you've ever seen in your life. This dude's just like, yeah. Then he swings at her and he fucking completely misses, takes a beam down in this cavern, which creates a fucking cave in right there. Rocks all over him, all over her. He's dead. She fucking wakes up and is like, I got a bail. And climbs out of the goddamn ground, which is to me sort of a Evil Dead. Yeah, Evil Dead reference. Very Evil Dead to the poster. And then very, again, chainsaw shortly mm-hmm. after. Yeah, because she she's she's completely Sally Hardestied. She's oh, bloody, yeah. battered, uh, mad, mad, driven mad. And Captain Spaulding, he comes peeling, tearing ass down and the road. Saves the day in his little red, uh, pink fucking pink Cadillac. His drop top. Saves the day, bro. He's like, I'll get you to a doctor. Don't you worry. Girl, what in the hell happened to you? (laughs) (laughs) He realizes that that's the chick that the cops are looking for. And she's like, you have to get me to a doctor. Such a strange set of words for her to use there. And he's like, I'll get you there. You just relax. And yeah, you get fucking Otis. Otis. (laughs) Yeah, you do get Otis. Otis pops up from the back seat. And we cut away to Denise now in the operating chair. Blood all over the fucking place. Doctor Satan above her, jibber jabbering his weird gibberish shit. And, and 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 Earl as well. Yeah, Earl's there too. It's it's a fucking party, man. Boom, the end. Boom, question, question mark. mark. <laughs> so badass, Doctor Satan. Some Rob Zombiness. Mm. Yeah, because he covers Brick House right away. Right. <laughs> it wasn't enough to have it in the movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> have to have it twice. So, House of a fucking thousand corpses, man. House of a thousand oranges. Love it. <laughs> I've I've loved this movie since it pretty much yeah since it came out. I, yeah, I was man. there for it coming out. I loved it when I didn't understand what the fuck I saw because I was too high. <laughs> I was like, I love it. I don't care. Scares the fuck out of me, though. Like, and I say scares the fuck, like, I had trouble sleeping. Yeah. Damn. Like, like I laid down, and I was like, oh, Damn. I'm gonna go open the, I'm gonna go turn the hall up. Hall Never had that, but after we, I had nightmares about <laughs> it, um, last night. Like, I mean, that I, certain, like, scenario, but different. The only, like, I dreamed about that shit. What happened? Now, yeah. I don't really remember, but I remember, like, waking up and being like, fuck, it's because I watched that fucking movie. That happens yeah. to me all the time. Yeah. The only dreams I ever remember are nightmares or very sexy ones. I don't dream. That's crazy. That's I know. Nice. My, I dream. My dad's it's the same way. And if 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 I if I ever do like it's very very rare, um, 
and like everyone else, I mean, it's fleeting. Like I wake up and I remember a lot of shit and then it just kind of goes completely the fuck away. And I'm like, ah, vague fragments of what, what it was yeah. I was dreaming about. But this movie is like a fucking fever dream. Fuck yeah, it it's, is. It, it is. It's, and that, from start to finish, it, it does have a few slow scenes that that um, really heighten the cinematic nature of what it is. But besides that, it's kind of like a horror music video with a very simple plot strewn throughout, some cool lore um, for the, 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 the big bad of the movie, which is Dr. Satan. When you finally get to him, he's cool looking. And what yeah. he's done is created a, a freak show psycho killer in Earl. I guess Earl just happened to be one of his experiments, and he was the dad. He's the dad of Baby. Right. At the very least. And RJ. And Tiny. And Tiny, yeah. So I guess... Yeah, so what's the deal with Otis? Why did you say he's adopted? That's what I've read. I don't... Really? I, yeah, oh, and they, wow. nev- they never say that he's anyone's relative or anything. Oh, wow. But, um... Okay. And up until this point, we had no idea that Spalding was even associated with the Firefly family. Right. Um, in fact, Otis at one point kind of is disparaging towards right. Captain Spalding, yeah, saying that that old, that old dog don't know dick or something like that. Right. Um, that old hog don't know shit. Yeah, but it, but it turns out that they that they know each other and they you know like they they're in the same fucking deal. We'll murder people. We'll we'll fucking kidnap people. Give them the Doctor Satan. Perform your experiments, Doc. Uh, we I I feel like I've touched on like everything that I love about the movie yeah. while we talked about it. I gotta say when they go to uh the red hot pussy liquor place. Oh fuck, we didn't even talk about Goober. I, I love I love the interactions with Goober and I love that it it's, it might not be vintage, but it looks vintage because it's black and white. Just all that old BDSM porn with all that like <laughs> He did miss it. He's like mentioning the, it again. Dude, I love it, dude. Gets my wick hard. That's the wick hardness. Yeah, bro. Um, all the all the fucking leather and nylon everywhere. And I get off on Goober's see-through shirt. Goober's the best. <laughs> I love when he's like talking about how they did that shit to his name tag, and he's like, "Fucking asshole." Yeah. <laughs> a bunch. I'm sure there's a bunch of little fun things like that that we forgot or left out or skunk ape. <laughs> yeah, you're just. It's your job now if you've never seen the movie to go watch yeah, it. Yeah, go if watch you, it. If you haven't, then go rewatch it. Um. Favorite things, least favorite things, favorite scenes, the opening, um, the performance, <laughs> yeah. and the last quarter of the film, everything leading up to the finale. You yeah. know, yeah, where where all the supernatural ish stuff really begins. Yeah, least favorite things, even though it's awesome, baby's laughter. Because, yeah. like I said, it, it it's grating to my psyche. It really is. Right. Her, her laughter is truly grating to my psyche. But I do love it, even though I hate it, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It, it fits the character. It's perfect. Anything you got? No. I mean, we covered everything really well. All right. Well, let's get into how much uh, how much love we're gonna I give. I will say it's it's a mess. <laughs> he's like he's like Joe Bob. Fuck that. I will say it's. A, <laughs> all right. Back to the movie. I will say it's, it it is a mess, but it's a mess mostly in a good way, mm-hmm. almost in a masterful way. Yeah, I mean, Zombie himself has actually kind of uh, dismissed the film. Yeah. He, he says now he looks looks at it and he sees flaw upon flaw upon flaw. 
And that's fine. He's the artist who made it, and he interprets it his way. I interpret it my way, and from day one, I've just been like, this movie's the best. Like, yeah, fucking... It's, it's, yeah. it's definitely my favorite film he's made, so... Yeah? You know oh, what? Yeah, mine too. So he can fuck off. I'm sure we will talk about Devil's Rejects at some point. Sure. And um, when we do, I want to talk more about the magical and supernatural elements um, versus the complete gritty turnaround that the sequel takes. Uh, uh, it's a left turn and a, a, a great one. But yeah, so we'll, we'll touch on that one day. But um, this was your pick, Arj Badarch. Allah Barge Arj Arj. Allah Akbar Badarch. So what do you say? How much love you give this movie? Well, I picked it, and it's been one of my favorites for a long time, so 10 out of 10. Every inch of her love. Every inch of her love. Yes. Oh! How you go with this one? I'm going 9-5. Nine 9-5? Nine yeah. I, 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 I love this movie. Yeah. I love, love, love this movie. I knew I, we I'd, all... say, I'd say it's almost, for me, it's almost a masterpiece. Yes, yeah. there's some things I feel like could be improved, mm-hmm. um, but this movie's great. It's one of the last movies to actually disturb me <laughs> on a, on a real level. It, it, I had trouble sleeping because when I closed my eyes, I saw those goddamn mud zombie faces mm-hmm. and heard that fucking tape. Tape, and it, it, I like I said, I was also really high, like high to the point where I was sick. Goddamn. And when <laughs> when that point like like yeah like I, I I probably I didn't throw up but I I probably should have like I was really fucked up but anyway like the nausea really started hitting me mm-hmm. right at that scene like where they're lowering down and the tapes going and those faces and it's just like I think that might have had it was overwhelming and I think that was another one of the reasons that it affected me so viscerally. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, 9.5. I'm rambling for no reason about dumb shit. It's all good. Yeah, this movie is, you say it's a near masterpiece. I would agree, and I think its sequel took it there um, for me. But. No, not really. That's getting edited out. That being said, though, I've got a lot of nostalgia tied to it. And Rob Zombie's, just the fact that, to, for me, what the first one is and combined with the sequel I'm not going to talk about the third one <laughs> but yeah I'm going to go with the I'm going to go with Angel on this this Damn. is a, a 10 out of 10 for for an exploitation film or an homage to exploitation films being self aware of what it was and the fact that the movie's tone changed while they were filming it because written on paper this film was not supposed to be funny right, right. But while they were making the film, it got campy, it got silly, and Rob Zombie, instead of fighting it, decided to embrace it. Mm-hmm. Like, let it, well, then let it be this funny, silly fuckery, and let's right. see what happens. I think he probably reined in a lot more on Devil's Rejects. I yeah. think that's more the movie he wanted to make, because he has not made a silly-ass movie like that again. Right. Um, I don't know about El Super Beast, though. I don't know what that what that's up to, but... Well, thirty one's kind of silly, if you ask me. Not a, not to the same degree. No, no, no. Okay, yeah, you're, you're, yeah, but 
Yeah. Not to the same degree. So, yeah. What you say is totally still Or at, le- at least he didn't make one of that vein until 31 again. So, and there's a bunch of movies in between. Devil's oh, Rejects yeah. and uh, Lords of Salem. Um, Halloween films, which... Mm-hmm. I've never seen. The, I've never seen the second one, and the first one did not impress me. But this movie is a ten out of ten. Ten out of ten from Arge. Ten out of ten from TMB. Nine point five. That's almost every inch of our love. But you know what? Two tens and a nine point five kind of just it's, averages it, out to ten. It's a ten. It? It's yeah. a fucking ten, people. Nightclub Hall of Fame. Here we come. <laughs> no, it's really fucking impressive for someone's first movie. You know. Yeah, and I mean, he had already been a director before of music videos and stuff like that, so he did have a little experience, but not, I guess, not on this level. But, you know, fucking Rob's on there. Fuck yeah. So for the next episode, episode 30 of The Night Club, we're going to have a special uh, telecommunication, some sort of of, uh, interference from over at the Joe Blow Horror Show. We're going to dial in and cross streams and... All that fun shit because we're going to do a top favorite horror films of 2020. It's a fucking list episode. People love list episodes. That's supposedly the thing. I like them. Um, so yeah, we're going to rock out with our cocks out and spaz out with our badges out. It's going to be the nightclub coven and the Joe Blow Horror Show guy, Boss Tuna. <laughs> Since I'm on both shows, I mean... <laughs> I'll, I'll be the, 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 I guess the the, the bridge between be these the two mediator. worlds. Yeah, of of the insanity. I think Great. it's going to be a really fun episode. We're going to talk about a lot of movies. Might try to keep it spoiler free. I don't know how deep we're going to go. Um, you'll have to. We'll be on our best behavior. We'll warn you in the episode, but that'll be episode thirty. So check that out. That's coming up next. Big list episode. Top horrors of twenty twenty. Big list. Well, I've been Travis Maxwell Boone. This is Angel's episode. (laughs) I've been Pluto from the West Bank, and I'm here to tell you to embrace Angel's episode. No, 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 no. I'm here to tell you, embrace Dr. Satan's house of a thousand cropsies. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. The main crop is... It's like, it's, I mean, I think we could do this a hundred times and you'd never know what's going on right here. I'm tired. I'm sorry. Baby, it's always embrace the darkness, be true, cult, stay spooky. But we come up with a little thing, or you don't have to. You can just... Which part you want me to say? You're true cult. You're always true cult. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> when, when do I need to say that? It's your turn. <laughs> <laughs> if y'all would hear all of these before I ever edit them, y'all would be like, what in the fuck is going on? <laughs> Stay true, Colt. Always the way she says it. Stay true, Colt. There you go. All right. I love it. Oh, fuck, man. Stay true, Colt. Dr. Satan! Dr. Satan! Dr. Satan is true cult as fuck, though. He is. He, he's keeping it true cult from down there in that goddamn place. Yeah, man. he is, bro. Under the basement, this motherfucker Under the is. basement, low-tech, high-tech motherfucker. It's the basement. It's a placement. Oh. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. Angel's drunk as fuck. Angel. What? What's up with that mixtape? You gonna share it with the audience? That mixtape doesn't scare me nearly as much as... 
the mixtape with what's this Chong's Tommy Chong's fucking From melted Colorado ass space. face. Yeah. Oh when shit. When you go in there and it's that weird ass chanting on the oh no no no. From Colorado space. This shit made me shit my pants. Yeah. Go I don't like that at all. Alright guys, I have to go milk the alpacas. <laughs> this is not a Colorado Space episode. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so embrace Dr. Satan's house of a thousand cropsies. He's doing it like like a embrace the cropsies, stay true cult. Like Dr. Stay Satan. Stay true cult. This is like <laughs> Like, like what? Doctor Satan! There you go. I'm gonna have to, yeah. Your turn. I'll just be, stay spooky. I don't know. Bitches, bitches. Oh yeah, fuck man. I'm Hog fucking up, bitch. That's <laughs> the wrong Bill Mosley. Stay spooky, you hog bitch. Damn it, that's Texas Chainsaw too. <laughs> you can't be doing this. <laughs> Embrace the Bill Mosley, be Bill Mosley, and stay Bill Mosley, bitches. Yes. There Perfect. Done. I'll fucking Frankenstein that shit. Run, run, rabbit, run. Run, rabbit, run. 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 <laughs>